No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Did you know? What? <laughs> Did you know that music can accelerate child brain development and strengthen intellectual, emotional, and motor skills, as well as overall literacy? No, I didn't. Well, yeah, I did because I read this a few weeks ago. Yeah. I didn't know You're that. Cheating. And it makes sense. You're cheating. Bringing music into the classroom can help kids explore the mind-body connection and become comfortable with self-expression. That's so important. It for really kids. is. Sadly, many children's music programs are lacking in resources they need to let kids explore this creative space. That is sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's why Osiris is happy to partner with the Mockingbird Foundation. That's rad, Osiris. Thank you. Founded in 1996, the Mockingbird Foundation is a volunteer-run nonprofit organization dedicated to improving access to music education for America's youth. Each year, the foundation awards grants to dozens of music education programs, and it funds those grants through a combination of fundraising, publishing, and the curation of Fish.net. Yeah, baby. One of the earliest internet fan communities. That's right, guys. Mockingbird is entirely volunteer with no staff. This is cool. No salaries and no office. So every dollar really does make a difference in providing child music programs with the staffing instruments and support they need. That right there is impressive. That yeah. is huge. No, no staff, no nothing. That's wow. A, yeah, every dollar you give goes directly to the foundation. What foundation. It's supposed yeah, to what go. it's yeah. supposed to go to. Mm-hmm. The foundation gives over one hundred, one hundred and fifty thousand dollar year grants. That's freaking rad. So over a hundred of these $150,000 grants. Wow. To donate or to learn more, visit mbird.org. That's M-N-B-I-R-D dot org. Thank you, guys. This episode is brought to you by a bunch of sponsors. And the first one is Define Premium Cannabis. Premium Cannabis. D-E-F-Y-N-E. That's how you spell it. We haven't spelled spelled it out in a while. Yeah. There's two locations in the Portland area to serve you. One in Hillsborough and one in Forest Grove. If you go in there and you tell them, hey... Guess what, guys? I listen to No Simple Road. You know what they're going to do? Give you a free T-shirt. And what free else? Free T-shirt. 10% off your disc. <laughs> 10% off your purchase. All right. 
Apple will materialize out of the back room. Behind There's you. There's like a curtain and lights will come on and there'll be a drum roll and then... A disco ball and yep, smoke. Yep. And then Apple will come flying out of the back be room. Be metal music. On a, on a hippo. I, I can't promise all these things, but I will tend your bud or your topicals or your edibles or your dabbables or your vapables or any of your other needs. Wow. Drinkables. To help you take care of your mind, body, and soul. To make you able. So go to Define premium cannabis in hillsborough forest grove ask for apple tell me listen to no simple road you'll get 10 percent off your purchase in a free t-shirt and take care of your head and no simple road is also brought to you by shop, shop tour bus go to shoptourbus.com online or you can go to at shop tour bus on instagram to see all the fucking amazing grateful dead inspired stuff they have there and T-shirts, hoodies, sticker packs, all the coolest stuff inspired by your favorite band, Beyond Description. And it's not going to come to you in a bullshit box. It's going to come to you in a hand-designed box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside, uh, rolled up nice with some twine. They're going to lovingly and intentionally care for your package. And then they're going to put a bootleg in there. They're going to give you a pencil to spool the tape with should it get eaten by your antiquated tape player. And they're going to give you free shipping if you put in the promo code No Simple Road. And they are our longest and best sponsor. Yep, that's what's happening. How long yep. has it been now? Um, a long two time. years. A couple of years. It's been, a long it's been time. like two years. Yeah. Wow. And we have something else coming up that Ooh, is a big one. pretty amazing. You guys, No Simple Road is the official podcast of Skull and Roses Festival. April 2nd through the 5th at the Vera. I wanted to say very well. The very very cool Ventura County Fairgrounds. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. This is hallowed, hallowed Grateful Dead ground. Grateful Dead played many a show down there. And it's right on the beach. and Right on the beach. Yeah. Billy and the kids are playing Voodoo Dead. Um, Melvin Seals and JGB with John K, uh, Rooster Conspiracy, Bloody uh, uh, Bloody. You guys, you, so many good bands. This lineup is smoking. So I cannot wait to see Bloody I like, Bloody. I like that the vendors <laughs> oh, are right next to the stage, so you can like do your like little shopping and wandering. Mm-hmm. And the stage is right there. You're not missing that anything. Is one thing. Yeah. It's so you cool. You can get food, drinks. It's, it's so nice. I actually everything. bought stuff. While a band was playing, yeah. While I was dancing, uh huh. Like still dancing, shopping. Yep. And it's fun because the vendors are all out dancing. They're like out in front of their booths yep. dancing with it. They're enjoying it too. They're not off in the corner somewhere, not not seeing things. So come hang out with us, you guys. No yeah. Simple Road's going to be there doing our thing. This is year four, isn't it? No, it's I, year th- I think it's year three for them. I, it may be three or four. I'm not sure. I but thought you were talking about us. I was like, nah, man. No, it's man. only been one. <laughs> this is year two. Wow. Uh, how, how old am I? <laughs> guys, Never go mind. to skullandroses.com. Get yourself tickets. There are one-day passes available, so if you're not able to go for the entire thing, you can get yourself a single-day pass. Yeah. And you know what? Come hang out with the No Simple Road family, the Grateful Dead family, and your friends. And we're going to see you down in Ventura. 
Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Tim Whedon. I'm the host of the Daddy Unscripted podcast. No, it's not just me talking with dads about being dads, and it's not just for dads, that's for sure. What it is, is a varied spectrum of inspiring stories and emotional tales from a wide range of guests that come from the world of sports, of music, and even the guy that lives down the street from you. Not that guy, but the other guy. Yeah, that one. I can pretty much guarantee you're going to get something out of every episode. So come check out the Daddy Unscripted podcast. Is everybody ready? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Wake up. Hey, no. No Simple Road family. How you doing? Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome. I I hope everybody is is having a great week. You know, there's a lot of insanity going on in the world right now. <gasps> yeah. There's be a lot of overreacting. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. To a certain thing. So just but anyway. I want to just tell tell you all something. Reacting. I don't know. I just want to tell all you guys something. Chill out, man. It's okay. Everybody's all right. We're all right. No, You're all right. It's not okay. Everybody. It's okay. Everybody's cool, man. Just everybody. <sighs> Take a breath. Relax. It's all good. It's all good, man. And you know what? 
We create our realities, everybody. Just just in case you didn't know that, we are in charge of manifesting the reality that we live in. And if we live in a state of fear, then fear will manifest around us. So I just want to use our No Simple Road platform for a public service announcement. <laughs> right here, right now, everybody out there, change your mind right now. Picture bunnies and unicorns and shit running around the street and like happy stuff and don't manifest some peace and, and joy yeah man yeah. let's just have some good stuff happen that's all i have to say about that how you doing mel i saw this meme <laughs> <laughs> and it was like of a cartoon and it was like somebody was like dying and it was like i only i'm so sad that i only have Eight or a ninety-seven percent chance of not catching the coronavirus. <laughs> 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 and like the exaggeration is just so silly. I, okay, um, it's not silly because it's real. Because I work in a place where it is hitting it hard, and so it's definitely out there. People are scared, and people are getting sick. You know, so that is a real thing. I don't want to minimize that at all. Um, but your reaction to it can be not so scared so you don't like ruin your immune system and freak your system out you know like mentally and you know feel like you're you know paranoid like there are people in the midst of this um you know craziness and then they'll come through the register and they'll be like so what's going on <laughs> and they're totally like not calm. aware they're, like all these people have like you know like five hundred dollars worth of groceries or whatever and like these other people have like two things and they're waiting in that long ass line and they're like what's going on is this normal is this <laughs> no so this isn't normal no, these people are you know they're the calm in the you know in the craziness and i appreciate them and so i w hope that we can be that for you guys that like, calm and uh, that just calm, to, hey, i, I feel know? completely covered i bought four cans of tuna fish last week yep okay. i bought a pack of, i bought a pack of tobacco <laughs> just because we can't run out of out of stuff to smoke around here yeah now, you, just I to put it some refried beans to put it into perspective <laughs> for everybody I, while i was running today i saw the count on the they always play there's like tvs and they play the news for whatever reason and it was like i think it was 120 something confirmed cases and i thought to myself if they had a news report and they were like 125 confirmed colds <laughs> 125 yeah. people have the flu mm -hmm. um that well, we'd be like oh that's what whatever, they are man. doing stop tripping out everybody just relax but take hey, a breath anyway they canceled freaking like comic-con and all these good like yeah uh, south, south by southwest, southwest. Yeah, like they're, they're holding back movie yeah, releases so they're doing they're, stuff but you know what everything's gonna be all right yeah, yeah. it's gonna be all right but like they, don't worry uh, yeah there's that's my point we got we got to rise above the the um, what do you call it Noise. current of fear. You said something walking by in the hallway to Mel, and while you guys were going outside the other day, yesterday, that kind of blew my mind. Socrates predicted there would be a no pneumonia. Nostradamus, Nostradamus, somebody, yeah, somebody. I saw a post where somebody circled in a book a thing that Nostradamus. Is more impressive to me is that. Uh, Simpsons Prophecy. once again. Yeah, man. Matt Gronick Simpsons has a time machine. Again. Yep. Maybe him and Nostradamus were in cahoots, man. 
I, they were not alive at the same time. Yes, but if time, but if that. he has a time machine, he could have gone yeah, back to talk that's to That's what I'm saying. I think that there's something. Time machines work both ways. He can channel Nostradamus. See, you tuned into No Simple Road this week, and you were like, Andy Frasco's the guest. I can't wait to hear that. And then and you, you will. And here you are, <laughs> listening to us talk about Nostradamus and the coronavirus. Like, and yeah. Simpsons. And the Simpsons. But it, Simpsons have predicted it's some crazy shit. Eerily, yeah. eerily, eerily, eerily similar. Yeah, it's crazy weird. Across the board. So, like I said, it's been a crazy week for everybody, everywhere in our country everybody. this week. But you know what? Last week, uh, we sat down with Andy Frasco here at the house. And so, okay, first of all, Mel picks Andy up and brings him here to the house. No, it wasn't just like, oh, I picked him up. It was fucking dope. <laughs> it okay, was explain. Dope. Yeah. I get home from work and Chris Hebby is here in our house with Darwin hanging out in the kitchen, making a bagel and like having breakfast. And I was like, I forgot that he was here. And when I came in, I was like, oh, because he didn't have his car. So I thought that he like left for something. Oh. So he's in there chilling and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, I'm going to go change to have to go pick up Andy Frasco and I didn't invite him or not invite him. I just thought that he would come. But then I realized like he was like chilling out. So I was like, when I came back out, I was like, Hey, do you want to come pick up Andy? And maybe we can stop at the grocery store and get a couple things. And he was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> he was like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. So he went and got ready and got his stuff. And I got in the car and I was like, listen to Andy Frasco getting pumped on the way down, down the hill, driving down Burnside. Beautiful. No, you left him? No. no. Oh, okay. It sounded no, no, no. like you left. No. No, Chris, no, like no, Chris I'm sorry. I, Chris decided to um, come with me. Okay. So we drive, we, we drive yes. down and we're listening to the CD and he's like, oh, I haven't heard this one. And so we're jamming to it. And I'm like, I am going to pick him up with Blame It On The Pussy loud, like bumping. And you're so funny. You know that turn, it's like which turn do you make before so you can go around the crystal mm-hmm. ballroom? And so I couldn't decide. So I just decided to keep going straight. Well, you can't stop. There's no parking on Burnside. You can't stop in front but of the we crystal ballroom. We all stop. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You cannot do that, but we did and I put the hazards on and like literally Andy had just walked out either of the building or out of the bus and he had like a cigarette lit or whatever. And I went to go, I was like, Andy. And so I beeped the horn and he saw me and got in. And then that's where it began. Yeah. It's so I come home from work and Mel's down in the basement, giving Andy a treatment. And I walked down there and I'm like, what the hell's going on down here? And, uh, he looked like somebody just deflated him. Like, he looked spun. Mel gave him a treatment, energy treatment, and he looked like he was floating, like walking on. You gotta pillows. clarify that, like spun. When you, he did not look spun. Yeah, he did. No. He, he looked like, spun when I picked him like up. Like if your eyes, <laughs> like in the cartoons, when your eyes roll over and over and over, you, 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 very relaxed, very yeah. relaxed. Yeah, and he just looked exhausted. Well, like, I well, saw. He, yeah. I was sitting out there on the front patio when you came pulling up, and he he looked like like kind of. Deer caught in the headlight. Looked looked stressed out, tired, yeah. tired, yeah, stressed out, worn stressed. out. Yeah. Came in, gave me a hug. Was like, "Hey, Apple." Mel's like, "I'm gonna go give him a quick treatment before Aaron gets here." We do the interview, and 
that's when you came home and he came back up looking like a different person with the neck thing on. <laughs> I was like, he looks taller and, and more clear than when he got, it was, he was like ready to go and just like smiley, like, man, you guys, this house. Oh man. Well, yeah, well. it was a, another like moment of realizing like, I'm literally getting to do exactly what I said I wanted to do. I'm like doing my version of, giving back to the artists that make me cut a rug in the at night and have a good time and celebrate and because it was our anniversary so we were going to a concert for our anniversary and cutting a rug and you know andy getting in the car and just looking you're just tired duh of course you're tired you're freaking exhausted and he's given all that he gives like this guy gives so much on stage. Oh my God! Yeah, so yeah, much he gives, on stage. He gives all. Yeah, chugging and beers and and sh- crowd surfing and well, doing uh, the horror. Yeah, and the singing, the in and like, uh, there's just so much that he energetically is giving that he just. I needed to hook him up, and I'm so glad that we got to spend that time together. And it was. It, I, I I mean, he can talk about it on his show if he wants to talk yeah. about <laughs> it. But like, I'm I'm grateful that I was able to do that because it, um, he needed it. Yeah, that's why. And just think it. about this, like, for you or you, like, going and and doing something where you give all of your energy and all of your creativity and all of yourself into it. Just doing that once a week yeah. is a lot. Yeah. But doing that five, day six day nights day. a week, every two hundred and twenty shows a year, mm-hmm. like there, there's a that takes a special human being to be able to pour that out for I'd, everybody. I'd be time. running to the ground in less than a week. Yeah, take four days. Yeah. I'd be done. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think that the treatment that Mel gave that that. that her giving him the treatment steered this interview in a completely different direction. I think it helped yeah. create this interview oh, and yeah. what it turned Definitely. into. Well, this, I, this, I, was, I, this was really therapeutic and for all of us, quite, quite heavy. We it get was, heavy it, at times. It was heavy because it couldn't have been anything else. Like, I think I remember Andy at one point saying, "He's like, you guys always get stuff, get talk like about stuff like this on your show, huh? Like heavy stuff." And like sometimes, I guess most of the time, yes, but like. I have a really challenging time not talking about something that's important to me. I'd much rather just be quiet and listen. So yeah, in a conversation setting, I can just listen to a one, uh, like a directed conversation at me. Um, if I'm, you know, if I'm not interested in that subject, I'll still be a part of it just in the listening aspect you know yeah. but if i'm interested in it then absolutely i'll i'll go back and forth with you you know it's yeah that that is something like unique to no simple road is doing that i i it's <laughs> because, because that's what we we do that anyway we're doing that when the yeah. mics aren't on yeah, yeah. we're emotional people. yeah, yeah. So we turn the mics on yeah. and that's what happens like yeah we happen to just be recording what what would be happening None of us anyway. have a problem with laughing exactly. or crying yeah. or yeah yeah. yeah it was so so special sitting here where i'm sitting right this moment and then to the left where Ryder sitting is was andy Chilling. and like apple said right before we recorded it's like we kind of forgot that like we were recording i kind of did too like man. it was like like being in meditation when you've haven't been breathing for a second oh shit, like, oh, oh shit i need to breathe that's right like oh yeah that's we're recording that's right and so 
you're going to hear something that's just like super raw and, you know, brought upon by that. Um, yeah, just that, the energy, the shift of the energy. The comfortable, comfortable. All, yeah. Also over the comfortableness. Dude, the We haven't even talked about like the show that we went and well, saw afterward. This like, is the perfect time to segue into that because um, Andy was opening up for Umphreys McGee and it was Aaron and I's wedding anniversary because we talk about anniversaries at least twice a year. And it, was our two, <laughs> and it was our two year anniversary yeah. of meeting Jake at yeah. Umphreys. So we had a lot going on. We had a lot to celebrate as usual and we had a lot to be excited about because we just interviewed Andy, so that made us, of course, want to see him more. And then we always love seeing Umphreys. They're amazing. We were going to be with Audrey and um, Jason, uh, Jason and Audrey. We had Karen was dancing yeah, around through the crowd. Uh, Jake and Bryn. Like, it was just another really great night, but then now even more so, you know? Yeah. How was your night, babe? It, it was amazing. I see, Andy has a particular set of skills. Like <laughs> taken, like he really does. He's got a a gift for spinning up energy. Yeah, he sure does. He, he immediately. Yeah, he whips up the crowd into a frenzy, and and typically when a headliner band comes out on the stage, we've actually talked about this with bands. It takes a song or two for them to lock into the crowd, and for the energy to kind of get right in the room. But what Andy does is gets everything moving to the point where that there's no lag yeah, at they all. Can blast right out the gate. Humphreys like, walked out on the stage and immediately had the crowd already going from what Andy had done. And I think that's the, the gift of a good entertainer and showman. performer and a showman and somebody that has talent to connect with the yes, people he definitely has a wonderful knack for connecting with his freaking crowd mm-hmm. he's like that weird looking beer over there I'm, yeah. you know uh, what i'm like yeah yeah, yeah and, would, right well he made it was it was probably about a third full yeah. for andy and he made everybody pack up but he's like hey, everybody come in because i need you tight yep. i'm gonna crowd surf <laughs> and he did all the way over the barriers, totally. made the security guards carry him to the other side, went and got that beer, came back. Yep. And then, well, and then he built it up to the point, I mean, like, and then that's Umphreys. I mean, Umphreys is a hard band to open for. Well, most bands are. People are usually there to see that band, the yeah. headliner. There was a lot of people there he, to see Andy, too. Yeah. yeah, there was. And he even afterwards, he had a hard time. But it was like, dude, you had a lot of fans there, dude. But then yeah. when they, like, brought Jake, Jacob and had the guitar battle with Sean, and he, like, kind of emceed that. And, I mean, he is, he is, like... A, a supreme hype man. Yeah, like I, Andy's a psychedelic ringmaster. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what he is. He, I, I picture him like, like well, ate mushrooms off his. Yeah, <laughs> off his I rig picture that him night like off the keyboard. Like if if Cirque du Soleil was a jam band concert, he would be the MC, mm-hmm. the guy yeah. in the striped suit. Yeah, with the with the cane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then afterwards, like that whole thing of like. Did I do okay? 
Like, come on, man. You know, Stop you fishing know that you fucking Stop killed that fucking shit. Fishing man. I don't know. But it, if you kill it like that, we've talked no, to so many. Fishing. We've talked to so many people that they don't know that they're like, really? No, I, was it good? Even you if, guys will hear everything that you need to hear in this yeah. conversation to see what a sweet little sensitive soul Andy is, <laughs> and, and also nut. what a fucking powerhouse baller he is. He's freaking balling, and I don't necessarily mean money or not. I'm talking about him. He's got like that freaking swag of balling, big balling energy. Yep, he's big balling energy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, even well, in cool. and well, he wasn't cool even like as energetic. Too, I'm sure. He reminds me too. It's like reminds me of that on Ferris Bueller. He's like, cool. he's, he hangs out with the dweebies, the stoners, the Lakers. The, the, he hangs out with yeah. actors and actresses and comedians. Like, Andy's cool with everybody. Yeah. He knows so many people in and LA, we, Hollywood scene, and is just a cool motherfucker. Yeah, and we had the distinguished honor of meeting Dolov. Oh, yes, and, we did. And Dolov's sister. Yeah, and, yes. And they stayed the night here and, and which what a tree and he's like his best friend going back to like middle school, mm-hmm. like comes and stays with us. It, and was, it was special really to cool getting be to able know to host him. them. And I wish I could have stayed around in the morning to hang out, but uh, next time, man, that, Andy knows when they I come back him. to town, Dolof and sister, Andy, you yeah. guys open door policy at the Chaplet day house for you guys, man. Anytime you yeah. want, come hang out. And Andy, you know, I let you borrow my blanket, man. You know I love you. <laughs> she don't let nobody fuck with that blanket, nope. dude. I I have a hard time getting with that blanket. And, hmm. You got your own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you got your own. I do have my own. Andy don't have his own. He can Andy, get yeah. Andy got the Grammy blanket treatment. Yes, he did. He sure did. So you guys, I I know you're gonna dig this. It's this is an emotional this week. An emotional, <laughs> no simple yeah. road. But as the road turns, as the road turns. We have to do the business first, though. Business, business. business. You guys know what to do, man. By now, yeah. I mean, follow us if, on Instagram. Well, this guys. might be someone's first episode. I was just oh, going to say, if this is your first episode, check it out. Follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road, or if you're a Facebooker at No Simple Road on Facebook. There's also the No Simple Road family group where the No Simple Road family gets together and posts things and talks and makes plans and does all that on Facebook. Also. If you're not into Facebook or Instagram and you like to play around on Reddit, we also have r forward slash no simple road there. Also, www.nosimpleroad.com. You can get your No Simple Road hoodies and T-shirts and stickers. And we just had stickers made, holographic No Simple Road hand logo stickers. Those will be going up. Holographic? Yeah. yeah can't wait. They'll be here tomorrow. Um, yeah. So that's nosimpleroad.com. Also, I have an announcement to make. What? Ooh. Are you ready? Yes. What? No Simple Road is the official podcast of Northwest String Summit 2020. Yeah. No Simple Road. Way to go for us. Yay, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm Freeze McGee. I'm really proud of that. Yonder Mountain String Band. Green Sky Mm. Bluegrass. We're going to see Banshee Tree there again. All those guys. Banshee Tree. Two sets of Umphreys. One acoustic, one electric. Two sets of Goose. And there's still more coming, like they said. I think that was it. Full lineup has been announced. Oh, has it? Yeah, full lineup has been announced. Okay. Um, You guys go and get yourself some tickets to that. I will have a graphic up on the website soon and a ticketing link for you to do that. And there'll be some fun stuff happening. I was just re-listening to that episode. I'm in the middle of it. It's amazing. That episode is fan-fucking-tastic. 
I, I if just, you're no simple road listener and you just happen to not listen to that one, go back and listen to it. Part one, fast forward through our commercials if you don't want to, but listen to the episode. It's so good. Like Kirkpatrick, Michael Kirkpatrick, right out the gate yeah, was he was so cool. And then it's just uphill from there. Downhill. Either one's good. Okay. Or bad. No, I, it wasn't downhill. No, it's getting yeah. better. You're summoning. You're yeah, exactly. yeah, but yeah. downhill's yeah. easier. Yeah. It's yeah. a very we'll confusing metaphor. I'm with you, Aaron. Yeah. I would prefer uphill, downhill. It already started great, and it's going uphill. You have to wear those that. shoes if you're running downhill. Yeah, you got yeah, to wear the shoes. It got worse from there. If everything just <laughs> yeah, sucked after Michael Kirkpatrick. All right, but anyway, you guys get the point. We're the official podcast of Northwest String Summit this year. And at least we're equally divided on that. We're going to be... We're going to be doing some live podcasting from there and other fun stuff. I will keep you posted as to developments and whatnots that are happening. It's going to be so fun. Mm-hmm. And you should play that um, uh, 197 number. Oh, also. Yeah. yeah leave us, leave us a, we have a voicemail line that you guys uh, maybe may or may not know about. The number is 971-808-1524. That's 971-808-1524. You can call and leave us a recipe. Tell us about your dog. Tell us about the last show that you went to. Um, call us and say hi, you know, like this. Hey, what's up, that's Simple Road. This is Hunter calling from New Orleans. Uh, brand new to the show. Just uh, caught you guys' interview with Jeff Kaminsky. I did have an interesting story about that. I just moved to New Orleans from California a little, uh, a little less than a year ago. I hadn't met a soul, and I was uh, just walking back to my hotel from dinner, and out of the corner of my eye, caught this beautiful gray hair next to me, and uh, to Jeff, and dude spun around, it was sure enough, it was Jeff Kaminsky in town during Jazz Fest, so he was in town for Jazz Fest after dark, playing with Voodoo Dad, and, you know, on, on you guys' bond with him, he, you know, made it sound like he's extremely approachable, and he was very honest with that. That guy sat there and talked to me, about five minutes just hanging out just like one of the guys had known me for years uh, super friendly just a really cool dude and yeah it's probably the first person I ever met in the place that I call home now so hey guys, anyway that's Florida all appreciate again. the show guys keep it up I don't know if you guys are still doing the messages because I haven't heard them in a while but it doesn't matter I just hope that you guys are hearing them at least but um I had, you know, this is like my third time calling in. Um, not that I care to hear it on the air. I just, like I said, I hope you guys hear it. But I just want you guys to know that um, I think it's really cool what you guys are doing with the festivals. Because um, I never even thought of that, like, as being a part of what you guys were going to do with the podcast. Like, you know, I thought it was cool enough that you guys were already having, you know, pretty cool guests as far as musicians and like bands, you know, over Skype or in person. And I didn't even think about the aspect of like going and, you know, kind of getting people to see what, you know, like the festival shit is like. So I thought that's really cool. And it's even, you know, made me want to kind of do that, you know, with maybe my own podcast one day, you know, uh, like more maybe in the metal world because that's, you know, I love jam, but I also am a metalhead. So it'd be kind of cool to maybe stick my toe in the water and do that angle. Maybe do some festivals with that. And obviously that might be a little different, but, or I could, you know, maybe make it a mixture of all kinds of genres. But anyway, I think it's really cool. 
and I haven't heard any other podcasters, you know, doing that. And if they are, that's cool. But just wants to let you guys know that you guys are doing a cool thing and keep it up. Thanks, you guys. Super cool. Yeah. I like and that. If you do send us one, maybe send us an email too. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Ryder's getting greedy. Also, no, no, I was just no, saying because we, we missed one for like a month. Yeah. Oh, yeah you just send us an email real quick. Um, also, if Those you want to get stars, baby, if you want to get involved with the No Simple Road family and help us pay for all the things that we have to pay for for this show, we, we do this out of the love of the music and kindness of our hearts. And it costs money, you guys. So you can go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and partner with us. Um, you can give a buck, man, if you want, like $1 a month. There's eight episodes that come out. It's less than a quarter an episode. It's 12 and a half cents or some shit like that. It's two, two cent, two pennies a day. Okay, whatever. In the or a little, little less than that. <laughs> yeah. So oh. patreon.com forward slash no simple road. That is how you can help us stay no simple road. Doing what we do, no, going to festivals, not, no, doing what always we do. Stay. It helps. But you guys are just going to help us get further around. And it yeah. makes us That's feel it. really good. Yeah, man. We're appreciative. And like Mel said in uh, two seconds ago, five-star reviews. We have a couple new ones. Yes. Why couldn't you just yeah. jump on that train? What, like, That's no big deal. Jump on that train. Jump on Don't that train. Don't worry about it. Just do it. Yeah, so we got two new reviews. Uh, we got one from one two three four five five four three two one one two three four five five four three two one. All right, this is fun. It says the dopest dope. <laughs> this podcast is better than your mama's casserole, and that's saying something. Damn, it's better than mama's casserole. You know shit. Yeah, thank you so much. One two three four five five four three two one one two three four five five four three two one. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have one from. Phil's base. Oh shit! <laughs> Five star review <laughs> says great podcast. Thanks, and then, Phil's base. Love it. Aww. Aww. like that. See, that's what we're asking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's short and all simple. Keep them coming, man. You know Comparing what? Comparing us to casseroles and sending us the you guys, love. Thank you so Fucking. much, Phil's base. And five four three two one one three three four five five three four three two one one three three four five. <laughs> I really appreciate that. That's so freaking rad. And you, you some two people were listening. Thank you. Yeah. So, so let's see how many people we can get listening this week. No, because last week I directly asked, and those Phil's base and five is. And now let's, let's directly uh, ask again. Yeah, let's directly ask, ask, again. ask to keep those coming. They make us happy. They make us laugh. They, it's just, it's what makes us know that you. And they also dig help it. No Simple yeah. Road spread its mycelial network out into the universe. That's how other people find out about the show. Believe it or not. Because we go up on the charts and the we go places, places and algorithms and spaces and places and things and whatnot. All these things. So, the guys, things. that's all the things. So, get tickets for Skull and Roses. Yep. And if you're not going to Skull and Roses, get tickets for Northwest String Summit. Yep. Or get tickets for both. You can get those at those two websites or at nosimpleroad.com. You can get merch at nosimpleroad.com. You can follow us on all the things. If you really, really dig us and you listen every week, you can partner with us on Patreon. And you can leave a five star review. And I got a special request for whoever the viewer or viewer. We don't have viewers well, yet. Well, hey, baby, <laughs> that's hey, not until we start doing. Uh, Whoever the listener is that bought the uh, orange and black t shirt, take a picture and send it to yeah. us. I want to know what that looks like. It's like cool Halloween colors. I'm 
I'm thinking I want to order one. It looks really <laughs> cool. Yeah, somebody somebody purchased one of the uh, No Simple Road Hand Logo shirts this week in fluorescent orange and black. Which I love or- orange, my color. Yeah. yeah. Apple's I want to see what it looks like. I want to order one too. So if whoever you are out there, if you hear this, send, send a picture to info at nosimpleroad.com and let us see what it looks like when you get it. So are you guys ready to, to get comfy with Andy? Yeah. Get comfy. We are. Yeah. Smoke a bowl. Grab your Grammy blanket. <laughs> Hang out. Get ready for some get deep. Some laughter. Get, some tears. So we ran the gam we lyrics. ran the gamut here. His lyrics are deep. Yeah, they are. Very deep. All right. And stay tuned after the episode for a little bit of Andy's new music too. So here we go. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Andy, Andy Frasco. Frasco. What? Just said have a fucking podcast party. PP. I'm only bringing my fucking little fucking thing and that, praying that the band lets me fucking you know interview them. Ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, fuck it. I mean, what's better than hanging out with the people that you like the most? I know. Yeah. And doing something Chilling. fun. You're right. It's fucking rad. Welcome mm-hmm. to the house, Andy fucking Frasco. Are we live? Welcome. Wait. Welcome, Andy motherfucking ago. Frasco. Wow. Welcome. This yeah, is whenever we're sitting here, we're, he's always recording. This is an honor. Uh, for us, too. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Round double, two. double honor. This is way better than a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's totally way normal better. when I come home. Andy's hanging out at my house. <laughs> yeah. Downstairs, Downstairs in the basement. In the basement. In the basement. <laughs> Shady as fuck, just uh-huh. Reiki, just like, that's like, like your wife's touching my fucking back. Like, no. I touch Andy's butt. Yeah, dude. That's what I told him. He pulled out, he's like, he asked that. He's like, where's Mel and Andy? I was like, oh, your wife? She's down, <laughs> down, down, she's down in the basement with Andy. Don't, don't worry about it. And I came I in. I was like, Apple. Relax, we'll be back in a little while. And the dog's <laughs> acting all fucking weird when I walked out. Like, what? Andy Don't go down the there, bro. <laughs> Don't go down there. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, but Andy, I, did you say you had a new girl? Uh, I had a new girl had and it, it, it disappeared, it disappeared quicker, <laughs> quicker than uh, than it happened. The it's second like, you said it, that was it. Yeah, it was like, all right, so it was a publicity <laughs> stunt. Is that it? No. Uh, well, like, with, did you talk about the podcast with Caleb? Yeah. Uh, that, so first re- of all, that was dope. You like that? I yeah, loved man. it. It was. I loved it. Oh, I man. fucking loved it. Some people, uh, you know, Caleb is a guy who's very sad. You know. And uh, a lot of people are in this fucking yeah. industry. Well, and that's what just was making me trip out. Just like you guys talking about that, like it's no big thing. And I know people who talk about like it's no big thing too. But when you collectively think about that's a lot of sad people. Yeah. So it, a lot of people could relate. I hope you think so. Yeah. Oh, think yeah. about it. Yes. If it's not you, it's me. If it's not him, it's him. Yeah. So we, two we, out of the four can relate to that. And we get that, that feedback on our podcast. Yeah, you guys go deep. reaching out going, we're, we're, they're like, thank you for helping me out. We're like, you kind of have to look at yourself like, what what I do? Yeah, dog. Just by admitting I have issues and shit. <laughs> yeah. That's what, a lot. Being honest? Yeah, yeah. being <laughs> honest is... It, You're the one that has issues. I got my shit together. Oh, oh man. man. It's a conductor <laughs> over here. Tight. I wish I wish I had my shit together. I, 
I would just stay on the road and pretend like I have <laughs> no, you know, just no good well, shit. That, you know? So when when you're on the road, it probably makes it you're distracted, you're busy. So is that yeah. sometimes when it hit, like you get home? I get home, the dip day sucks. Okay. But isn't I hear going on tour is also there's these periods of total boredom. You know, I yeah. hear that, you know, when you are driving from well, you know, city A to city B and you can't remember which city is which, that you just have these long bus stretches. Yeah, it's a, that's, I think those people don't like the road, I think. Okay. Like traveling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like the idea True. of like moving from A to B. I can just B, look out the window of B. a moving vehicle and I am all yeah, set. Yeah, I feel calm when I'm in the van. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like my, uh, you know, my zen moment because I'm driving I get to do whatever I want. The band's normally hung over, so they don't right. talk. It's just quiet, and like everyone's still asleep. And I'm, I can't, I can't sleep during the day. So I'm like always working, filling myself with the day. That's why I started the podcast. I listen to y'all's podcast. I listen to podcasts and try not to get scared from the news. You know, I'm a hypochondriac, so. <laughs> Dude. fucking crazy right now i don't, I don't, even, I don't even want to even look at it's fucking been a Twitter. thing lately we even did oh a little God. podcast about it last week like it's trippy what's going on but it just it seems to me like life on the road would be this like pressure cooker for especially for you man you're fucking nuts <laughs> <laughs> those antics oh baby. jesus I'm, I, 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 I am like a low-key psychopath you know like <laughs> like low-key though <laughs> yeah like because like when i'm off stage i'm pretty calm no, yeah that mellow is, yeah. <laughs> and then i get on stage i'm a fucking wild dog dude yeah what what comes over you what is that i think it's my anxiety i have high anxiety what all day i live with anxiety like and uh, I think the anxiety makes me overthink that makes me depressed. But so how do you channel it to make a performance kick ass? Um, I turn on a f- switch and I, I, I see the crowd and I see oh, like shit. I'm making people happy. And, you know, in some weird way, that makes me happy. Maybe I'm a narcissist or something. But, but you have control no, over it. That's a good exchange, though. Yeah, that, no. exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't a, think a that's A song is a really good place to pour. Like, if you have a bunch of, like, anxious energy and you it's going every which way, yeah. a song is a perfect place to, like, I can just throw it all on there. Yeah, you totally. Know? And, you know, I've never committed to anything in my life besides this. So, like... If I'm going to commit to this, I might as well give it 220% so I could fucking feel like... Did you graduate high school? I did. I didn't. I I graduated high school. Um, Almost didn't graduate high school. Got um, in trouble. I fucked my teacher. Oh, my God. You were one of those stories? Oh, my God. Of course you were. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Shout out to Miss Crocker. How the hell did that happen, I was going to say, it's better than Mr. Jones. Wait wait a minute. Andy is in the third row, uh, you know, a little over from the middle. And what what are you making? Googly eyes? Like, how did this shit happen? Man, I I, I was a sex addict when I was 15. Well, I, every 15 normal. year old boy is a sex yeah. addict Andy yeah, I mean I had sex with like maybe um, 200 girls in high school damn and it, it was, was just, on it was on like you discovered your special purpose you but do you think that's, that's coming quickly <laughs> that's my special purpose just coming really quick <laughs> next wow. next <laughs> so uh, you came out to like 10 minutes of sex through all of that I'd, yeah i'd have a thrill having sex in my car like i my pathfinder man 
we I, I had sex Nissan. God bless, dude. The the seats went down, and um, I would just go to work and uh, <laughs> <laughs> go to work. Wow, yeah, well, like because I never had intimacy. Oh. So like I thought intimacy was just blowing the loads. Whole, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So right. so where where is it now? What? Intimacy. I've never. I don't have intimacy. He's like, what? Do, what do you? I'm still. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I keep on falling in love with chicks who are married, because I think it's like a, a, a safe way to not commit. Not commit. Whoa. But okay. You want to oh, be wait. a side piece? What? <laughs> I mean, I, I think I've been a side piece for fucking you don't mind fifteen years. I mean, that's what I think. That's what's making me sad too. Yeah, I'm like, don't have You're something for my own. Exactly. Mm. You got a lot for your own though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. You my do. music. Yeah, if you think about what you're doing, I was just we were just saying the other day, like watching since we found out about Andy Frasco and the UN and mm-hmm. the podcast and everything. Like, I pay attention to you. You're my friend, so yeah. I pay attention to what you do. Same here, buddy. And the rooms are getting bigger. They're getting more full. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more like buzz mm-hmm. about what you're doing. And that's, yeah, can and I the, say one thing that's happened? You've created a community yeah. within that jam, like with the musicians as like brothers and sisters, yeah. like that little. That short never used to be like that. No. When? That, like, not you, that I know Can of. you think of a time where it was like that? No. Yeah, you're like right. think about Jodeci and Jagged Edge or like, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't doing that shit. Like, or like playing. Damn, Yo, Jagged Mel. Edge, you my dog, man. <laughs> Damn, Mel. <laughs> where the fuck did that come you from? You know what? Jagged Edge was in my head because Sid did a thing with that okay, song. Let's right. get married. Yeah, and, um. No, not let's get married. Well, yes, that they did that for her um, wedding, but there was it was another one. Hold on, Jagged Edge. You so yes, you, someone hired Jagged Edge for no, a wedding. No, 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 no. They just so, played it. So t- my daughter uh, is part of the dance team, the Los oh, yeah. and Angela. Yeah. yeah. So they did a choreographed thing to uh, Jagged Edge. Let's get married at her fucking wedding. Love it. It dude. was dope. But it was dope. if you if paying attention to all that and seeing what you're doing, dude, there's fucking a thousand bands in every city in the United States. And you have built this thing. An you, empire. You fucking did yeah. that, man. man so you do you. have something that's yours. That, yeah. And it might not be intimacy between you and a woman. It's with this fucking gigantic crowd of people. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's in the name. You you in. Yeah. Like, yeah. Andy Frasco in the United Nations. Maybe like, I'm just too hard for myself. Yeah. And like, I'm, yeah, I'm very hard on myself. Why, though? Me too. Yeah, you are? Yeah. I don't know why. I think... Um, I'm a perfectionist. I've had people perfection. Did I even make up a word? That, yeah. It's yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Perfectionless. Yeah. That means you're right there. That means you're not. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, See? I just think so many people have told me I can't do this oh. my whole life. So people, many people, people like fucking who? really told you that? Yeah. So many. In high school, my friends, like I had great friends who were, who are actors now. And like, I was the guy just like in high school, just like, you know, I wanted to be in the entertainment business so bad that I was just like, I don't know how to be an actor or singer or whatever. So I'm just going to manage all these guys that I love because I, you know, that business runs na- naturally for me. So ever since I was a kid, I was slinging laser pens and shit in third grade and right. getting trouble hustling and like, yeah, just so Where I. Where did you see that? How did you learn that? Or it was just inside? Is that a family thing? Man, my, I don't know. I just like. My first memories are like starting businesses, like uh, third grade. I was like <laughs> trying to figure out how to 
profit off of flag football. <laughs> kids like bringing all these kids into a community at a park, and like I'm like, okay, okay, we gotta, I gotta get your parents hip on this. I gotta charge like thirty bucks. I gotta get referees. How do I still make money off Whoa. this? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, wow. So you you're a conductor. Yeah, I think I'm a people. I I conduct people. I'm a glue. And I've always been that way. I want to build communities ever since I was a little kid. Like, I'd tie in actors with musicians and basketball players with, um, you know, teachers. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, That's I just, dangerous for you. Yeah, very dangerous. I just, I, I don't see age. I just think, yeah. like, it's a, going back to your question about how I pimped Miss Crocker, uh, I don't see age. I just, like, talked to her and got to know her on a different level and, all of a sudden, we're going out to bars and oh shit! <laughs> and I'm having sex with her in my car, dude. Oh my gosh, the path, the pathfinder, or the the pathfinder. I did. Dang. It was Ms. a path. It was a pathfinder. pathfinder. Yeah. <laughs> God damn! But dang, what you said about anxiety is a big thing. Like, I think that mm, a good portion of people out there deal with it and don't know that it's even a thing that they because i did for a long time and i didn't even know that it was that's what the name of that thing was yeah and when i think back on when i realized what it was do you do you have any idea where it comes from with i you? i had no idea what it was until i was what four years ago what what, what? tripped the switch uh i think i was sleep deprived one day and one day? Yeah. Like I woke <laughs> up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just one day. I don't know what happened. Like I, I, I think I was high on the sauce, you know, doing coke. And then, you know, sometimes what triggers is when I drink all night and then I start drinking again during the day. And I don't like when I feel like my brain doesn't know which if I'm sober or Ooh. I'm drunk. I start getting anxiety, like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Why am I thinking like this? Why am I, you know, because I'm, I'm such a control freak. You know, this is just who I am. I'm. This is why I've never had a band name. I just put it Andy Frasco because I always thought that people were just going to leave, you know, the band, you know, and I didn't, I didn't, you know, I, th I, I think I, that's the thing with commitment. Going back to that is like, I think I don't. I, th I don't trust commitment because I think everything ends. But you well, also want to bring, like, you're establishing community. So, like, that's a humongous commitment. You're creating something that you need to sustain now. Well, and yeah. also, also think about yeah. booking a tour. That's fucking huge commitment. You yeah. got to be there. You got to show up. You mm -hmm. got to load in. You got all the shit you have to do. Mm -hmm. And you're committed to that. If you don't show up, it's your ass. It's, yeah, you know. And it's your name on the line, too. Totally. And, you know, I've been doing 250 shows a year for <sighs> 15 years. 15 or, years? I, I'm 30, I just turned 32, so I, 18. Woo -woo. Happy belated <laughs> birthday. Yeah, I feel like no one gives a fuck right now. <laughs> like, 32 is like, but we got a lot of love. 32, we love you. Yeah. Oh, fuck you yeah. <laughs> Mel, I fucking love this group. <laughs> but you, do you want to kind of understand that about intimacy? I do. Because I think I what? give all my intimacy to my fans and to my people. Like, I, anyone who messages me on Instagram, I'll hit them up in two minutes. You know? Anything. Like, if my fans need me, I'm there for them. And so I care about them. Do you feel like you give so much out... That way that if there's one person, you won't have enough left to, to give. Yeah, and I feel bad because they see me give out so much love to everyone and else. Like and they're not getting it. 
Yo, this fucking hot thing is nice <laughs> on my neck. What is this thing? It's fucking got some beads in there. You put it in the microwave. I and fucking you love you hippies, dog. You I didn't realize that came to this. I didn't to do shit, man. I didn't realize that he was wearing that at front when he said, I was like, oh, that's yeah, a nice like butterfly scarf that yeah. Andy's wearing with his Lakers gear today. It's a shawl. Yeah, my butterfly shawl. I got it in Portland. The correct term is pashmina. It's a pashmina. A pashmina. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. But so I, Andy, I, was gonna I say, think that maybe um, you weren't going to say shit. Yeah. I'm saying it. I think that maybe like you're telling yourself an outdated story is what it sounds like. Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like you're talking about Andy from another time ago. Yeah, hundred percent. Because and he's not current. Like you're still feeling the current feelings of that old Andy. Because the guy that I'm seeing and hearing and looking at, like following you and shit like that, like you're making shit happen. You're doing it. You're living to your fullest. You like. You're doing your thing. Mm -hmm. So like the behavior doesn't match the sadness or the grief or Wh whatever. So why do people get stuck in their old self? Blockages. Remember we were talking about yeah. that downstairs? Yeah. You get blocked in some shit. And sometimes that's why people do psychedelics. That's why people f fuck. That's why people go on stage. Dance that's why people out. shoot up. Dance it out. Mm -hmm. There's not only negative ways to get it out. There's many ways. Like that fucking dude, that Chris Dyer, that um, artist. The artist, yeah. He's amazing, dude. Paint it out however you need it. But like, it just needs to be moved. Like that stagnant energy of how you used to feel about yourself, that just needs to be moved out because it doesn't apply. Where you're going, you need all of your energy. Yeah. You can't like be at like two places half at once. Half in, half out. Ha Ew, you, can't, you can't half an Andy Frasco show. No. no it doesn't work. That's what I tell my, my manager now. It's like, I can't do all these shows anymore because I can't just half ass a show just to conserve energy for the year. Like I'm just, I, when I get into something, I go full, full on I'm, quantity. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything half ass. Mel has to reel me in all the fucking time, dude. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm the same. Like, well, that's why you probably I, were as I, really I, big on the dope. Oh dude. Yeah. You loved it and you did it as much as you can. As much as possible. I wasn't. And, and when people would ask me like when I was in it, don't you want to quit? Hey, fuck no. Why would I want to quit? This is the best fucking thing ever. I'm, this is my life. Why would I? You're talking about quitting my life. Yeah. But it, it I didn't see what it was doing on the outside because you're in it. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. well, no, that's funny that you say and you just said that like with alcohol and I've done both. And it's like being being a person that's a control freak that wants to be in control. I mean, those are two things where you have no control. Yeah. If you're on heroin. And if you're drinking, if you're drinking and then day drinking and shit, you know, that's that's like relinquishing control to fucking something else and that shit that's hard as a control freak yeah hell yeah, yeah not a trip how a lot of control freaks end up junkies or alcoholics yeah they, they see it a lot and it's crazy you know it's like i'm just trying to figure out because nowadays like i overanalyze what people say so like everyone's like are you okay are you okay i'm like i feel great <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why do, do i not look okay like i'm like fuck like are you, like are you you know i'm thinking about you man i'm thinking about you i'm thinking about you i'm like fuck am i not thinking about myself do I, do I look that bad like run down like fuck it, no you, that's when you got to disconnect yeah right then and there when that shit starts to swirl that's when you close your eyes and you like that's it no input i'm big on no input no ear hole input no eyeball nothing like just stop for a minute so you know what's yours 
What's yeah. mine? What's my it, stomach it, hurt? It's fucking hard like, though. In the position that he's in. But like your serene spots, your serene times, you know, like yeah. when you're, when you are doing that eight hour drive or when you're on the plane. I've been trying to do that more. Like my body, I've been listening to my body a lot more. Like all of a sudden I got gut problems now. And like, I know it's from fucking drinking and yeah, yeah. and not drinking water and eating like shit. And you know, it's like, not so from there I understood like all right what do I need to do so I start I've been running every day I've run four miles a day now before my shows but did you stop eating like shit yeah good yeah, I stopped eating like red meat and uh I just stopped uh I still drink you know half a bottle at night but I don't drink during the day I don't smoke weed during the day anymore because that gives me anxiety I start overthinking Every yeah. fucking thing anybody oh, says God to you. Damn it. Yeah. Even like text messages. <laughs> oh God, dude, they're the worst. I'm like, why did I just put myself in? A, like, I have this thing. I've always had this thing where I think everyone's pregnant with my child. Oh, so God, my man. phone rings, and if I don't know the person, I'm like, here we go. Are you fucking kidding me? And I me? don't this answer my call. call. Dang, setting yourself Dang. up for all. I know, and I don't shit. even fuck anymore because of it. Like, <laughs> I stopped fucking. Performance anxiety, like a mofo. I'm telling you, dog. I'm like looking at the condom. I can pull out and just like looking like the condom, just like Blows filled with up. cum. Like, please, God, please. <laughs> I'm not even enjoying sex anymore. Oh I'm just God. so worried about oh, man. blowing Dang. loads, dude. Where's that's, why, that's why I got fixed. We got to get back to the. <laughs> I think I need to get that. I need no. to. Tie the tubes. That's what it's I do. It's like a pure good fun. You just need real good fun again. I know. Not like fabricated, like, I'm supposed to have fun on stage, now I need to do it. No, like, fucking good fun. Yeah. Like, something that elevates you and makes you happy for no fucking reason. It's hard to have that when you're doing 220 shows Make a, a fucking day yeah. or an hour or a minute. And it doesn't have to be every day even. Fuck every yeah. day. I'm just having, I'm in this point where I think everyone is, wants something from me. Oh. Like... People hitting me up now, just text me out of the blue. I'm like, is this real? And oh, like, man. Cause I'll get like 300 text messages a day now, just like Damn. every day. Just And I, you know, my psychopath mind, I have to respond to every single person. So I'm responding to all these people. Do you people. feel guilty if you don't respond? Hell yeah. I mean, you got faith in people. Yeah, because so this is why I'm doing music, because I believe in people. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I didn't do music at first to, to, from the music. I did music. Because I like seeing people happy. I was uh, music is the reason why it made me happy. You know, I've, I finally started going to therapy and didn't realize that I've been depressed for like you know thirteen since I was thirteen, fourteen. Just sitting at my house, just playing imaginary things with myself and like building. Now, now it makes sense why I was building business plans and pretending to be an agent, like. And booking myself, you know, I used to call myself <laughs> Drew Mitchell, and I'd cold call four thousand people, like cold call four thousand venues every year. And At thirteen, like, yeah, like thirteen, fifteen. With what act? Um, I had a band called Simply uh, Simply Lost. It was a pop punk band. Then I worked at Drive Through Records, and then I started booking uh, like nationwide tours with all these guys. <laughs> and they're horrible gigs, but you know, like, it was my way to talk to people. <laughs> I think in a weird Con- way. Making connection. Like, hey, man, what's up? It's Drew Mitch. You know, like See, then they. Andy, ugh, the more you talk, I just feel like you're an intimate person mm-hmm. and you just give that all the time. Yeah. So it's not that you don't have intimacy. It's maybe like, you know, when sometimes um, 
things can be like if something's broken, it can be like sluggish or it can be like really fast, right? Mm-hmm. Either way, you kind of have to s- adjust it. That's what I feel like is going on right now. <laughs> yeah. The O2 mixture is well, too, that's a too t- rich. It's, you're running too <laughs> yeah, rich. Yeah, man. It's, it's a little <laughs> chemistry, man. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think it is. I feel, I feel everything. It's fucking crazy. It is crazy. I feel when people are having a shitty day and I feel that. I, I, I mean, I think that's why I'm a front man because I feel the crowd and I could curveball the set and that's why i don't have set lists i never make a set list i love your post that oh, you do with the set list yeah fucking crazy <laughs> kyle's fucking awesome. an insane person that's funny um but yeah i don't make set lists because i i'm a feeler you know it's like i know like it's like with this umphreys tour i'm on right now like i want to play the new songs but their fans are like ADD as fuck. And I got to like <laughs> fucking like do some curves and turns and right you know and like because i don't want to lose the crowd and i mean i get one shot with people until I see him again. Right. Yeah. In my mm. brain. Yeah. You know, well, that, that, that's true. And we all do. Yeah. But it's, he, he's in a unique position bec- because it's, you're on the spot yeah. and everybody's looking at you like, okay, go. Yeah. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Do it. Yeah. And now you got to figure out what the it is that I got to fucking do. Yeah. I've thought of this for me when I'm in my low points questioning my shit i i think to myself like my god i started something that i that i want that i'm making my full-time gig right mm-hmm. but god damn is this thing sustainable like in 10 years am i going to be wanting to do this thing what yeah. i'm doing right now do you ever think that to yourself like oh, all the time i'm like am i gonna last yeah am i gonna survive this if i said that when i was 15 I said that when I was 20. I said that when I was 30. You know, it's like, I just think I always say that. And I don't know. I don't when wanna... do you go off your track record then? What? <laughs> Death? But you know what I'm Yeah, I get it. Like, but I always make it. Yeah. I always make it. I, and I make it to another day. So and, so um, why you, it's all that far off thinking that fucks us that's up. What I, yep. That's what it that's is. That's what I always tell Aaron is like, who gives a fuck about next Wednesday? Who you know, cares about that I, shit? Well, I what, get it from a person who's in control, needs to plan and all that stuff. I get it. I got to Yeah, I'm a control freak. I need to know my schedule. Well, and you you brought that up. You have no control at the end. That that no. I think we all have that and I know I suffered the like saying you have no intimacy cuz you're afraid everything's going to end. Well, yeah. guess what? Everything does end. Yeah. And when none of us get out of here alive, that's hard to swallow though. Yeah. And it's hard to deal with that. That like this is going to end. Like this is going to go bad. Yeah. Like, Aaron struggle with that. The the starting things and not finishing them all the time. Like like well why? Because it's why should I bother finishing this? It's fucking yeah. gonna suck. It's gonna suck at it's the end. Fucking I'm gonna end. really love doing it and then it's gonna be over. Yeah, that's how I feel like with my parents. They get older now <sighs> and it hurts me. Like I uh they're getting older and they you know, they're kinda having those feelings about getting older. Yeah. Oh, I feel that shit. Oh yeah, like, mortality's legit. Yeah. When you start people start popping off and it makes me sad and like fucks me up because uh you know you want to help them that was me that was me (laughs) everybody (laughs) (laughs) i you just lost your hero yeah that fucked me up i lost a little bit myself bro i listen i listened to that uh, the one about the little eight minute little eight minute thing you did that was and you know what, dude? 
it, I didn't know if I was going to put it out. I'm glad you did. Yeah. For real. Yeah. yeah. Sound like a you should have. Yeah. No, dude. You know what, man? It, <laughs> but that's, that's, <laughs> honest. that's honest. Like we said earlier, yeah. that's truth. That's yeah. truth. That's what you do. Be it for good or bad, that's what you do. It's yeah. like the sun is depicted as a round ball and yellow in the sky. Like, yeah. that's what you that's do. It. That's Andy. But like, that's it. Yeah. Doing that, man, like you said, I didn't know if I was going to put it out. I think... Every time I hit publish on a podcast, that's mm-hmm. how I feel like, oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. But with that, so last year, Neil Casal took his life. That's your buddy? He was. He, he had a big impact on Aaron. Really, really big impact on me. Like when we interviewed him, I told him that I wrote, I write lyrics, but I never let anybody read them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, look, man, I'm just going to tell you straight up. You need to to get your shit out there, your stuff could save somebody's life someday. I was like, what? And it really, it impacted me and it, it moved me to start writing Mm -hmm. and sharing my stuff with, with a friend. And, uh, but when he turned them into beautiful songs. Yeah. And, but when he, when he died, I had all these feelings that I didn't understand. Like, first of all, I felt stupid because like, I didn't really know this guy. I never hung out with him. Like, mm-hmm. Why am I so sad about somebody I n- never met? Like, he's just some musician. But it wasn't that to me. And then it was, like, embarrassing to my family for me because I felt silly about being so sad and affected by this thing that happened. It and fucked you up, huh? It fucked me up, like, for a couple of months. Yeah. And, and when I heard what you said and that little eight minute thing i was like okay it makes sense now like you were going through the same shit yeah like mourning i never mourned i didn't I haven't mourned yet since my so i've had a couple of family members pass away i haven't mourned like that it's crazy ah all right yeah all right. but you know you need to you know it's like that's what i'm saying like that's why i posted it. i'm like fuck it you know i've been vulnerable with people for this for Three seasons now, or two. We're on the third season. Yeah, so I've just been completely honest. My mom knows everything now that I've been how hiding. Does, how does moms react to that? Oh my god, she's, she's a Jewish mother. Ass? She's a guilt. She guilt trips. Like mm. you know, that's just what it is. That's a, mostly where I get my anxiety too. Like, why am I? Is my mom? Is my mom gonna not like this? You know? Oh wow, man. Yeah, you know, it's like some Freudian shit. I got a Jewish mother too. I know. Yeah. Yeah, they guilt trip, and they don't want to tell you that they guilt trip. Guilt's hard, man. Yeah, man. Guilt is one of those things that you really got to, like, scrub out of yourself. Yeah. Because that lingers around and causes shit like depression and anxiety and overthinking and neurosis and that. That's why it's called a trip. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not just guilt. It's a guilt trip. It is. The bottom line of all of it, man, is Mm -hmm. when I'm honest with myself about what we're doing as a community and the musicians that are in it, you got to look at the reality of it, man. Like, yeah. What's really going on when I go to a show, it's one of the best times of my life. Yeah. Like I look forward to that shit. I remember it. I buy the fucking posters and hang them on my wall. Those times are the best times that I spend with my family. The music is magic. Like, and then having that community there, you, if you think about like a dude that works at an auto dealership selling yeah. cars and he's married and has kids, if 
if he's not a church going kind of person, there's no community there. Mm-hmm. That guy g- goes home to his wife and kids and that's, and that's great. But there's no like wider sense of being connected to other human beings on another level. Yeah. I'm talking like a hippie, but, no, it's, but true, it's true. And that's what you're doing. Underneath all the anxiety and the fucking being tired and the guilt trips from your mom and fuck, you're giving people an opportunity to go out there and connect with you and each other in a way they never would fucking have yeah. otherwise. You're right. So you you have a superpower. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what? You like you're getting in trouble. You're right, yeah, Mom. You're right. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. sorry. I think I'm. I think I'm. I'm. Why are we hardest on ourselves over Dude, other right? people? I mean, it's so and crazy. And if we don't like feed and give ourselves <laughs> the goods, what? I'm just thinking about what, we, what you and I were talking about last night about that fucking person that lives oh in your head. Oh my gosh, we were having some weird ass shit going on. Aaron and I were having some crazy shit going on about feeling the same tell her, negative tell feeling. The whole thing. Tell show me. I wasn't yeah. <laughs> show me. I wasn't feeling good. I was thought that Aaron got me sick and so I was like gargling and doing all my shit. But I got over there and I was actually doing something for you. I was doing a little thing that I didn't complete. <laughs> I'll complete it to you later. But I was I was making you a little card and in the middle of me doing that, I was all happy at first because I'm excited about today and this is our anniversary. Like Your anniversary? Yeah. Yo. Deuce, deuce. Anniversary. Damn. 22 years. Y'all been fucking for 22 years? We've been doing it. You know what we've been doing for 20 years? We have been doing it. Doing it. Doing it. For 22 years. Oh, shit. Dude, that's a miracle, dog. Mm-hmm. Not like a miracle like God. Like, it's but like, a, it's a, you know what? It's both. If you, <laughs> both. If you had known dipshit 27-year-old Aaron, it's a fucking miracle. Were you it on is. heroin when you first met uh-huh. him? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, he was homeless on the street. I streets. was homeless. Fucking damn. <laughs> Andy, he was even homeless Apple's when like, I wasn't hanging out with him. I wasn't even hanging out with him. No, that's the only time in our life we didn't hang out. He was <laughs> Even Apple didn't want any part I was, of it. I was gone up in the mountains. Yeah. Hey, you got a dollar? <laughs> oh my gosh. But I was saying a Does story. Does Aaron got a big dick? Uh, Aaron's got a satisfying one. <laughs> so it's not big. It's satisfying. Yeah. During oh. the heroin I definitely, years. I definitely yeah. wouldn't call it small, though. That's, no? Yeah. Thanks, babe. Dense. Yeah. <laughs> I feel hot. Is that like hot? A- <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot tell a lie. You were telling like me a, about the voice yeah, in your head. It's a baby no, coke you not my dick. Yes. I was trying to make a fucking present for you. I got all fucked up in my head because I was like, you ain't shit. You can't about like what I was just doing on you. Yeah. I'm venturing to do my own thing like She's all the time yeah, yeah i'm starting my own business but you know you get fucking scared you're like nobody wants to come see your ass nobody even knows about you and that shit started coming into my head and so i walked out and i was like man fucking i feel like this is like the day after the day after you roll yeah. but i wasn't even we didn't do anything and so he was like yeah me too and then Dude, I, was I was like, sitting I, I i worked from home yesterday and i'm sitting in the living room and under the coffee table in there is a, a fish book and a Grateful Dead book, like coffee table books. And I was sitting and working. I'm like, just like taking a break for a second. I'm like looking at the books, just sitting. I'm like, in my head, everything you're into is bullshit. It's, yeah. all, it's all transient. It doesn't mean anything. Everything you do doesn't mean anything. And I, I, I heard it like as somebody like said it to me. Yeah. And I, I, 
stopped and I was like, fuck you. Who the, f- shut up. Go, go fucking live somewhere else, dude. Shut, who Did the it fuck? work? For a while. Sure. It works for a while. It, I don't know. Is he what, always there? Gonna that be dude, there? That dude's a punk. And, and <laughs> yeah, that my, my, my dude does that too. Yeah. And, and so Mel says, mm-hmm. or actually Ryder said it last night. He was like, think about if somebody you didn't know walked up to you and said that to you, what would you do? I'd fucking knock them out. Yeah, I'd be like, whatever, yeah. bro. Dude, you, that's, yeah, you don't those know. are fighting words right yeah, there. Yeah, fuck out my you're face. You're a punk. Everything you're into is bullshit. Like, yeah. dude, man, man, what? Yeah, that's like, I get fans, like, the, the haters are coming now. Mm-hmm. Now that we're, uh, you know, oh, we're, yeah. popping, we're popping a little more. That's and, uh, a thing? Yeah, with more success. Oh, fuck, I mean, yeah, For dude. real. Dude. I, it's crazy. Tell you know, me like, about it. I want to hear about it. Oh, that. dude. Yeah, because I, I, I knew it was going to happen to me. Like, I hang out with, like, my homies are, like, pigeons and twiddle. And, you know, like, I love those guys. I'll fucking fight for those Fuck guys. Fuck yeah. I will kill some. People I will, talk shit. Fuck them. Yeah, I'd kill yeah. them. I'd kill someone for those guys. Um, no no disrespect. Don't don't try to at me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. um, but, you know, I don't know. But then you look at the chat rooms and they're getting shit talked. I'm like. But like, so those, you have to find the shit. Those are unhappy. Yeah, they're doing it. You know, they're not as much, you know, it's like, but they're coming now. They call me like the, the flavor flavor, the jam scene or like, <laughs> what? But like what, one, one thing that pisses me off is like, oh, he's just a good entertainer. And doesn't just, like they don't yeah. Just and that dude it. just went to work at the sawmill. Yeah, he yeah. or he was late to his shift to IHOP. Well, look, yeah, he's <laughs> depressed. We don't gotta disrespect this other guy, but you know what haters, I'm saying though. Haters I will. gonna hate. You know yeah. what? Taylor's, Misunderstanding. Do you know what Tway, Taylor Swift Tay-tay. said? What? Hate shake that shit off. Shake it off. Shake it off. It hurts your feelings, man. I know. But like, I get you know, my feelings hurt too. You, you can have two thousand people compliment you. That mm. one fucking person. Yep. That's the one that will spiral you into saying. This isn't worth it anymore. You know, like mm-hmm. your brain. Yeah, yeah. Because if it's just one guy saying that, oh, but there's 2,000 other people who are saying they love me and I'm, I'm helping them out. You don't hear that. You don't hear that once you hear that fucking one guy saying, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I think that's just human nature yeah, unless, unless you're more secure about yourself. Maybe I'm just insecure. I, I, I don't We're know. We're all insecure. Yeah, yeah, that's just, yeah. We're all insecure. Everybody's that's got insecurity, jealousy. People that say they don't, I don't believe that shit. Yeah, They're I don't believe it either. Yeah. Maybe you're a little bit stronger. You know, sometimes that shit, maybe you're in a good spot and you, you, you don't care that day, but it catches you slipping and <laughs> it fucking, it's true. It's true. It is true. that And, and it's, it's sneaky for me. It's sneaky. It's, it hits me at those times when I'm tired, when I'm hungry, when we're fighting, mm-hmm. um, when I'm vulnerable, and then it then, yeah. it, then yeah, that that's when it, that's when a hater or a punk is going to come at you. They're going to wait <laughs> yeah, until you from behind and be like, "Let's go, motherfucker!" That dude chills yeah, out in the back of the exactly. crowd, just yeah. watching and waiting, like. Oh, now it's my chance. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm it's a pussy. I'm going to go the flock to but be like, which one's got a limp? Which one can I pounce <laughs> yeah. on? <laughs> yeah, who's exactly. In their, who's in their weakest state right now? Yeah. yeah. Go for that baby one with three legs. Hey, yeah. I want to know about your last tour that you just went on with Big Something. The World Rumble? Hell So was there a yes. winner? Uh, you know, it's music. <laughs> but oh, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Where's that belt? Where's that uh, belt? No, it's been, you know, it's like when you do 250, like I, I love touring with bands now. Okay. I, you know, it's okay, like cool. with no egos, 
Like we go, we go back and forth. We figure out a show where it's not like you just playing a show and I'm just playing a show, but we're on tour together. This is like we're building an experience where right when people walk into the room, it's all of us together pumping each other up. Mm. You know, we had a right comedian. The fuck on. Yeah, right it's like, on. Just like leave your ego. That's one thing about the music industry. A lot of these like, you know, it's like just leave your ego away from. The How do you do that? Because it's is so that, important for you to play. You you got to bring your ego on stage. I know he's but not like, in the dressing room. There's different types of egos. I think okay. there's egos that push you to be great, and there's egos that push you to, you know, self sabotage like like us. Yep. You know, because sometimes I'll I'll roll in and like at first I was nervous to play with Umphrey. Like, oh, these fans aren't gonna get it. I'm gonna get shit talked for doing the horror and fucking <laughs> have talking too much and you know that is who i am i want to talk to people i'm, like, <laughs> I'm a fucking yenta yeah <laughs> me too even on stage i'll talk to anybody just like i'll stop the song hey what were you saying <laughs> what's up dude tell me what's up let's talk let's talk about this you know just, get up here have a seat <laughs> come here i got the podcast machine over here let's go uh yeah. record it live but uh <laughs> i'm just a yenta like that i just want to get to know people so i can get to know myself you know, mm. it's like we're all, we're all the same. So what have you learned about yourself through this through this 15 years of committing to the craft that um, I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was that mm. I didn't I don't have to give everything, Ooh. give everything to everyone mm. and not leave any for myself. Like Damn. I would have used to I used to like if I that's why I'm kind of happy I got successful later in my career. Because if I would have done it earlier, I'd probably be dead. Cocaine and cocaine and hookers and just saying yes to everything. Mm. Now I'm learning. I mean, I, I think that's the most important thing is saying no. So I'm like, really? Mm. Yeah. Cause Learn how to say no. It's hard, man. That is Especially true. Especially when you're coming up. When you're coming yeah. up and everyone is, you know, waiting for that favor, you know? Yeah. And that guy like... You slept at their couch for five years. Oh, shit. And uh, now uh, they want, you know, their band to open for you or, you know, or like us, like, give you free tickets, like, last minute, like, when it's not even my show or, like, I'll have, like, people like, yo, Frasco, you're playing at such and such venue. Can you get me tickets for next week? What? I'm like, what? a different show. A different show. <laughs> oh, like, that's cold. What Jeez. the fuck? I had this girl say that to me, dude. Uh, that that's that's not good up. etiquette, honey. That's the Vegas oh, mentality, right there. That's not good etiquette. That's a, that's a Vegas. Well, that, yeah, that exactly. that's how. Like, if you knew somebody that works at the hotel, it's like, yo, can you hook me up with with VIPs for the for this club? Yeah. Like, you know what I love about my mom? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that she just instilled in me certain shit of like how to do things, and like being tacky and being classy mm -hmm. like she taught my, me the my difference dad did that too mm -hmm. you know and like shout out pops shout out to pops. shout out to pops right there he's always watching us yeah. but you know you don't you don't do shit like that mm -hmm. it's, you, there's just like a certain kind of an etiquette and when you're trying to help people out you don't you edify them you don't bring them down yeah it's starting starting this like once we got maybe 50 episodes in People are like, oh, it must be cool. You guys don't have to pay for shows anymore. 
And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, I'm going to fucking slap you. Yeah, this yeah. Is, out of everything, out of 50 episodes, that's what that's you got? That's what you got that we're, that we're doing this to yeah, fucking yeah. save 12 bucks? Yeah, yeah. Like, are yeah. you kidding me? No this shit. This bitch takes a long time to do. This roadcaster is expensive, that's dog. Right. This fucking mic was yeah, bad. Dude. I know. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and, and like, we support our well, people that's we like, love. That's the idea of being misunderstood. And like... Listening, going back to that guy here, that asshole in your head, and going back to that same thing is that guy. All he knows is from our past. Yep, and past so shit. he's just he's just triggering from what made you anxious, and you let him fucking ride you when you're a kid, and you just like you tell him to shut the fuck up is so healing because it's hard. It's so hard, dude. I got I got test my check myself every day. Like you know, like right now I'm on high alert. On anxiety, like oh my god! Like ever since I got triggered four years ago, I'm like, when's it coming? Oh shit! Coming? Is this it? So now you're fucking waiting for it. Yeah. What about if somebody was like, like, same thing? Waiting for you're healed. What if somebody said that? Like, but what if somebody said that? Why don't you believe that? Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It seems it's literally a matter of belief. Yeah. If you think you're going to do it, you're going to do it. If you think you're not, you won't. Yeah, but it's so much easier. This guy's mind is strong. Yeah, cause I, because I think about that with my career. Like, I I knew I was going to be successful in my career. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You you Not only do you have vision, but you also, like, have the forethought. Like, yeah. you're, it's the same thing. Okay. What? I get, check this out. So, you said, I always knew I was going to be successful in my career, right? Mm-hmm. Do you do this thing where... In the midst of your success, you still don't admit that you're successful in what you're doing? Dude, I'm doing that right now. I'm doing that every day. Everyone's like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. I'm like, proud? What what have I done? I'm like, I have so much to do. I don't, like, I can't accept success because I'm thinking about the next step again. Oh, shit. Like, you guys. It's like the press, you know, like... I do that thing on speech that president, like everyone has to say, you know, every, I have everyone come and do, I do a speech at the end of every show to get everyone together. I'm like, everyone's got to stay present, mm. stay in the moment. Stop thinking about yesterday. Stop thinking about today. I think I'm doing that for myself. Fuck Hell yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah, man. Like yeah. I'm saying it to myself, but I have to say it to the crowd for me to hear it, to hear it. So that's why you're like on stage. Yeah. yeah. So, so you, you can, can also see, so I could heal. It's healing yourself. Hundred percent. Whoa. Yeah. And you can see. And that's why I'm addicted to the stage. Yeah. And that's why I'm addicted to podcasting. Because mm-hmm. we're learning from each. That's the same thing with my podcast too. Like we're, I'm learning so much about myself by talking to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it does. It's, it's therapy. We talk about like oh, it's rare. Yeah, There's it's rare, but some weeks we don't have an interview or anything. We still do the intro, mm-hmm. but. When we miss things, we all get a little funky. We all say it when you crack the mics again. It's like, oh, it got so much to talk about. You feel like that after after a break from touring and then you get on stage again? Oh, the dip days, dude. Yeah. Explain dip day. You said that earlier. I don't know the term. (laughs) The dip day is kind of like that day after the day after the ecstasy hit. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck. You know, it's like I'll roll in there after a tour, get home. You know, watch some porn or whatever, or you know, get relaxed for the day, and then from there, the next day, I'm like, oh shit, I'm bored. I have nothing to do. Should I fucking like kill myself? <laughs> oh my god, for one fucking day, man. Yeah. Whoa. 
I, I, I think like, oh, I have nothing to do. It's over. My, my weird ass and, the, and then is that the thing that gets you to start like, okay, let me start booking the next tour. Yeah. Like, I'm with you, dude. And work. I'm, I'm, and I don't, do the podcast. And, I don't get to the, so I'm going to off myself. Is that bad though? That is I'm, it bad? Or am I like. Do you feel like it's bad? No. It's a I, motivator. I, I love working. I feel so happy so when I'm just working. It, it needs to be reconciled. That's it. What do you th- What do you mean? Like, it ain't a bad feeling that you get that mo- interior motivation to get you to move to do shit. So if you can't chill out, maybe that is your chilling out. Maybe yeah. that is your form of chilling yeah, out. Yeah, but when you're when working you, on your on your shit. Yeah, like composing maybe. Instead yeah. Of performing. Yeah. I don't know. Getting to that place where you're thinking about offing yourself, though, that. That's but not he's not doing it, and you're not no. gonna do it. No, 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 no. You but ha- like sometimes you gotta tell your like you gotta. Has it, everyone had suicidal. Yeah, fuck yeah. I think yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hundred and ten percent. Do you have the balls to do it? <laughs> I, I he I, tried I already. I tried. He did. He yeah. just failed at I it. I just luckily got bad dope. Oh my! Oh, you luckily. tried to kill yourself overdosing? Yeah. You you were planning on overdosing? I, I did it. I mean, I literally did it. Holy And woke fuck. up the next day. Like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Wow. I, I've always been a gun chair. I've stuck a gun in my mouth. So the last oh, time Jesus. was when I was 26 Shut years old on meth. Oh, yeah. I had a gun. I held a gun in my mouth and hold, pulled the trigger. But like, to like the hammer's clicking point. Like, okay. what was making do that, Apple? A lot of drugs and being hard on yourself and so not believing in things. And things what got in, you out of like that, that slump? Like, uh, friend, friends. Friends, I would. That's the only point in our life. Me and Aaron, Aaron was like hooked on heroin. I was hooked on meth. We were both shooting up. I was shooting meth, and then we'd hang out, and I'd do his thing. He'd do mine once in a while. It's the only time in our lives that we weren't really friends. And then he disappeared with his brother, kind of onto the streets. And then I had a breakdown, and I self-imposed rehab. I moved with my mom, and my stepdad, up himself. by Yosemite National Park, and I lived out in the middle of fucking nowhere in a trailer for years. To get off of like total seclusion, working hard, chopping Holy wood, fucking fuck. like yeah, God, no, but I yeah, I wanted to real shit. Well, the same thing. Like he tried to off himself. We we were at the point where we we wanted to die. I mean, I don't I don't see why you'd be sticking a needle in your arm all the time, day in day out, losing everything you have, fucking if you didn't want to die. But you're too chicken shit to fuck pull the trigger. And yeah. so I did that. It's like slow. Like I can. So just and like I pr- and, I, and I proved to myself. Yeah. It's like no, you can't do that. And I don't believe that that's something that you should do. You know, is that, my life power? You what? Is my lifestyle unhealthy? Yes. But parsed wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, back the foot, baby. Uh, he's asking No Simple Road. I'm part of No Simple Road. Yes, it is unhealthy. Part of it is unhealthy. I don't so know. am I, I like self-sabotaging myself doing agree. this life? I don't agree. Sometimes you do, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you, I wouldn't say I, that it's a... Can I be a, the voice of reason? Wait a minute. Well, you I wouldn't say that anything's absolute, Andy. You're not always sabotaging yourself and you're not always unhealthy. What happens is you're putting yourself in situations that doesn't create um, boundaries a lot of the time. Yeah. You're so, talking to a person that's all about balance right mm-hmm. now. So understand I can't that. do what I can. Uh-huh. I can't. Well, I am too. I'm Aquarius. Like that's all about balance. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do what I do if I'm having these extremes because I, I can't perform under extremes. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I just check out. You, you, you can't talk to me after a certain point. Really? I just, I won't, it's it. It's so done. 
so here's here's what I have to say to that. I don't think so. I think that there may be moments that are unhealthy, but every fucking person on this planet does shit that's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Every single mm-hmm. person that's alive today walking around does shit that's unhealthy. Nobody's 100% all mm-hmm. the time. I think that what you're doing, in my opinion, just from Aaron, is super fucking brave, dude, because... What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. There's no script for it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's done what Andy Frasco is doing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 uncharted territory. Yeah. So that takes balls, first of all, in my book. Second, the things that other people think are unhealthy, I have found a way to reconcile with myself to they're not that anymore. This is my life. Right. Mm-hmm. I get to do what I want with it. So I get to decide what's healthy and what's not for me. Yeah. If taking ecstasy every two weeks is good for me, if I think it and I can pull it off and do the shit I get, I need to do and get done and whatever. Who's to say it's fucking unhealthy? Nobody. Yeah, you're right. Right. But Cause I feel good. You, you I, look good, man. You, well, yeah. it sounds like you're, you're talking about, you know, you're getting, you're realizing that, you you have been being unhealthy, but now you run four mm-hmm. miles before shows. Yeah. You're you know, I think maybe you might have been unhealthy in the and last couple of years, and you're still yeah. doing things that you're going to give yourself a hard time about because we're all our own worst critics. Yeah, you're <laughs> fucking, right. you know. But I mean, yeah, like he said, I agree with that, dude. What you do is so bright to take it to the stage. You put yourself out there in a fucking not just in front of people on a spotlight in front of fucking people. Yeah, two hundred and twenty times a year. Here's my name yeah. on the thing. This is me, something. fucking raw. <laughs> yeah, it, you're right. Right? Why See? am I so? Uh, you're not. I get I both. You're saying I it, get both. It's both true. It's both true. It's all of it's true, Andy. I know. Old dialogue. You need to just. You need to just up your shit. Don't yeah, listen I got, to me, I got a up, up I'm, a, I'm a piece yeah. of shit upgrade. loser, dude. Upgrade. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Look, <laughs> let me upgrade. I gotta go. <laughs> That's it. Andy's canceling the show tonight. Everybody, tell my tour manager. Yeah. Um, cancel oh, the fucking shit. show. Yeah. I'm Done. going. I'm going to a commune in Portland. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, moving in with no simple road. <laughs> I'll hit you up in like May. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, in those like talking about suicide and all that shit, man. Like my life is so fucking far removed from all that now. Like that mindset and world is not even part of my paradigm Mm -hmm. i can't i know that guy because i was him but at this point in my life it seems like that shit happened to somebody else like it's it's a movie that i watched or a story that i Mm -hmm. read or like happened to some other person Mm -hmm. at, at this point like but on the flip side of that all that unhealthy shit that i did i wouldn't be sitting here talking to you yeah you're right. I, I wouldn't, I'd be that scared 
kid fucking how about just be proud of yourself for two seconds yeah man shit I know two seconds that's all be like damn Andy (laughs) fucking killed it you're touring with Umphreys but why is it why is it yeah I mean I'd love to do that but why do people take that so offensively when you're pumped up about yourself because they don't know how to do it they don't know how to to? do it who are we talking to Chris Dyer Chris Dyer about the difference the difference between um, confidence confidence and being an egotistical dick that's, there's yeah, a fine yeah. line that, well yeah. no it's not an egotistical dick everybody knows what that is everyone hates it but if you be like yeah it, when you can take a compliment and when you have that stature that matches what you're doing mm-hmm. there's nothing like that it's like a fucking million bucks you're and right. to me too, that's what that's what haters are all about and stuff is they don't like happy. Like you mentioned earlier, we I I fucking love that fucking twiddle, dude. I fucking yeah. love Mahali Twiddle and everything. And they take a lot of shit from people for fucking what? For being for upbeat, being happy. For being fucking happy. Yeah. You know, and that's like the most Eat haters shit. and critics mm-hmm. and shit, that's their problem, is they're not happy. So they're just their jaw, and like it's right there in the word critic, and stuff. like, <laughs> like I'm gonna pick, that's my job is to pick this shit. I may have liked ninety nine point nine percent of this, but I'm gonna dwell on it's this. Not as good 1%. as Cornell seventy seven. Well, it's like that same thing. This. Like, yeah, it's like my manager, man. He gives me, I love him to death. He's keeping me alive, I think, but he is so neurotic. Like, I can't, like, I am getting successful now. He's like putting all these rules on me and stuff, where it's like can't be talking about pussy can't be talking about you know you can't be because asking for drugs shit. on the stage and eating drugs because on the stage you a bad because you wow. could get arrested and then no more china no more oh. no more europe so he's no more. trying to help you out he is but uh mm-hmm. i think half of my show uh, the battle of my show is i'm just being me yeah. you know you know what though but, man but don't you ev- you evolve andy i have I've, I've, yeah i've been you know yeah. like i used to be an asshole i used to talk say fuck 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 now i'm saying like but yeah dang oh dang yeah if you're gonna give andy drugs man do it on the deal yeah <laughs> give him the deal yeah, yeah he's okay. always accepting but i'll say yes deal. i'll eat him <laughs> now I, that's my pot now i know like my people who listen to my podcast because i'll just be like hey what's up everyone Pff, i'll get a bag thrown in my head like uh, oh thanks hey, thanks for listening to episode 71 <laughs> i swear dude that's right but like they they're not doing it to like they they know i love mushrooms and they know that i help them out with whatever anxieties they're going through weekly on their pot on my yeah. podcast and so is you guys so like they're that's like, something to be proud of then yeah andy. you're right i'm doing so hard on myself be nice to andy oh, what the fuck did andy do to you but get you to where you got i know he got you to where you got. Yo, I think man. I still think what? about third person. I still think about my think high about school him. moments. Fuck high school. Dude, when was that? Dude, I, I fucking didn't even graduate. I, I was pregnant at 16. <laughs> no. If I based what I feel like now based on high school, I would be in the fucking yeah. ghetto of Las Vegas. We have You're this right. we have right. this friend, her name is JJ. And, oh. and she You'd love JJ. You would love JJ. Yeah. And she came over here and she'd been listening to the show. And she was like, hey, Aaron, you know, I, I listened to the podcast and it really helped me, man. Thank you. And, and I was like, oh, right on, you know. <laughs> and that, so the next time she came over here, she sitting right there. She goes, sit down. I want to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, shit. She goes, listen, man, you need to own your shit. And I was like, what do you mean? 
she goes, I'm listening to the podcast and it's fucking helping my life and like turning me around and woke me up to a bunch of shit. Then I come over here and I meet the guy that does the podcast and he's like, oh, shucks, oh, me. And he's a softy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, and you weren't owning your shit and it really fucked me up. And I have to tell you, man, you need to own your shit. Damn, she laid it out like that. She laid it out. So I'm just That's telling how JJ you, Andy, does. Own your All shit. Right, I gotta own, own your, your shit. shit okay. Man. My podcast is dope. My band is dope. Yeah. I'm fucking pumped up. Yeah. Yeah, boy. I wanna ask. I'm curious because we haven't talked about it yet. You're, we got Andy here today, but you're playing tonight with your band. Oh, we, we, so met, we met you last year. We got excited. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Frasco. Go get, get him, Andy. Shit. Get him. Come here, man. I love this. No, keep this dog here. Uh, it's my safety blanket. What, what I'm curious about what do you got? Is, is your backup on the road, your band, man. Yeah. We met you guys last year. We went out to dinner yeah. with you and fucking hung out and shit. Yeah. Those guys are fucking cool as shit. Dude, man, Ryder dies, man. Name, name the band. Ernie Chang, Sean Eccles, Andy Avila, Floyd Kellogg, Chris Lorenz, and the sixth man of the year, our tour manager, Joe McDermott. Dang. Has, has the bass player conundrum been solved? Yeah. Yeah, we got two bass players. No, no. <laughs> one guy is uh, going to be doing like the miscellaneous stuff. And have I gave you guys my new record yet? Did I send you the no. link? Okay, I'll do that today so you can hear it. Um, but yeah, I needed, yeah, the guys are great. They're, it's, it's it's a weird transition. I'm the last single dude in the band. Everyone's married. I say Sean oh, wow. just got married. Sean got married. And Ernie's dealing with this, this girl. Um, yeah. Things. Things. <laughs> yeah. And it's like we're having a little thing between me and Ernie. Or it's like it's like he's having a hard time right now because he doesn't know what he wants. Does he want to – his girls give him a hard time about yeah. him being on the road so much. And he also is so loyal that he doesn't want to offend me. And it's a real reality right it, there. That is tough. tough. What yeah. about if, if you found somebody like that that you were that impressed by? Mm. I don't mean it like, no, you can't be on the road, but like – would you take the chance? Um, I keep on thinking about that. I, I've I've had two girls that I thought were it, and I just didn't have one. One I fucked up bad, um, and her parents were on that Malaysian air flight that oh, got f- oh shit yeah, where the one the rocket blew yeah. up yeah yeah, and she I was like this girl is so cool and so she gets me and she's stern she's from she's Dutch and. Uh, and, you know, we're talking and, you know, I was finally not f- like fucking everything. I was like, I'm going to commit to her. And then the, the the accident happened. And I was like, how do I help her when I'm always gone mm. 10 and a half months a year? You know, that's a hard thing, you know, yeah. watching your parents pass. So kind of let it go. Now she's married. And then, uh. So it was like kind of like, oh, you know, maybe that's it. And so I overthink it, overthink it. And then uh, another one was uh, just recently, really. Or no, not recently. No, there was another one, 19. I flew to Italy to propose to her. What? Yeah, because, you know, I'm like, you know, that's how I am. You do everything big, Andy. I go. You go I'm go. I'm going. I if got, I, I got if, it. <laughs> I'm like, I, I want to be like that Love Actually movie, dog. You know, <laughs> just like <laughs> holding signs out of the door like, you complete me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, 
I've just always been a lover, man. I don't know. And uh, I think that's the hardest task is like Ask accepting love. Yeah, that's why I'm banging my teachers and shit. Dude. Dang. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to Damn. love. <laughs> you don't teach me. You don't teach me, Miss Crocker. After <laughs> that Pathfinder hurt. Yo, <laughs> you don't teach me today. Dang, Miss Crocker. Well, that's how it is. I'm, I'm so inspired by people who who I, I respect. You know? I, there are a couple names out there of just random people that you respect. That I respect. Yeah. Um, I respected my old roommate in Brooklyn, Susanna, because she let me in. I was broke as shit trying to make my first record. I got fired from Atlantic Records. Um, and I was like, fuck, I'm in New York. I'm in Brooklyn. You know, I can't ask. I, my mom said, yeah, you got one year. I'm giving you a thousand bucks a month for one year. And you're done. You're on your own. You better go back to school. I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to figure it out. I got like four jobs, made this first record, Craigslist, all these musicians. But because of that, I put everything on credit cards. So I was like living off of weed and like uh, soup. And my neighbor was like, she was cool. She's like this old lady, lonely lady. Let me in. She got me smoking cigarettes and shit. And it was just like so cool. I was living this new New York vagabond life. And, you know, we never fucked. And I think that's why I got close with her. This is the thing I'm having, Whoa. too. People, I, 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 if I want an asexual woman who doesn't fuck or she's fucking, you know, somebody else. Whatever. That's, that's the whole married woman thing. You want the emotional connection. But married that. women know how to give emotional connection because yeah. that's that's their job in a marriage. So Yeah, you're right. That's really what you want and need. Yeah. Because you can fuck whatever you want. Because when I come, I'm done. I'm over done, it. Done, over it. <laughs> really. But after I come, I really like a girl. And we have these great times. And right <sighs> when we fuck, my bo- my brain just disconnects. Boom. And yeah, it's okay, over. Okay, what's next? <laughs> yeah. On to the next. Yeah. yeah. That's what that, it is? That next, was, that was yeah, the Yeah, next stage. <laughs> next room. <laughs> Thank you, Seattle! <laughs> <laughs> Lights out. <laughs> Curtain drops. Wow. Oh wow. shit! But that's that's but something getting, I'm fighting. We're getting this therapy in, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, I haven't talked about this. So. Good, because all of these things are fucking ghosts. Mm-hmm. Everything you're talking about, this ain't even real shit. It's all up in your head. I know. Why do I believe them? Everything you got in a fucking. Head, we're giving a good shout out to Goose with that. I'm afraid of no ghost. That like fucking. Oh yeah. <laughs> 10, 15 minute <laughs> freaking did Ghostbusters. Get, oh, did you go? Did you get Goose on the podcast? Yeah, well, yeah. But they, we just went and saw pictures last of week. Goose. Oh, last yeah. yeah, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't that guy look like young Geraldo Rivera? <laughs> oh, he reminded, hey, he reminded me reminded Mel of, of Revenge of the Revenge Nerds. Of the Nerds yeah. that I felt too. bad. I got I interviewed them not knowing who the fuck they were. And that was one of my worst interviews, I think, because I just didn't give the other guys time of day, Peter. Mm. And uh I just thought, you know, I thought they were narcs. I didn't know who they were. They just showed <laughs> up in the scene what? so quickly. I'm like, so who are you? Are you narcs? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> just, well, and they have like they blew up. Blowing and then, up and quick. Like, whoa. Yeah. So I was like, kind of like, fuck. Well, I fucked up. I was reading the chat rooms, the goose ones. Normally, you know, it's like, it, that's a thing with me, too. You'd be When I trust, it. when I don't trust that I'm going to learn something, I talk over people. And that's one thing about interviewing mm-hmm. when I'm making a show. If I don't trust or respect the people when you don't know them, you don't know if they respect. 
So I will just keep talking over them like I'm teaching them a lesson, <laughs> which is fucked up. And that's what that's always been my problem. And I don't like, think that's a problem. It, you know, but like it the is best when you're interviewing. Yeah, when you're supposed to be interviewing people, that's a fucking problem. Yeah, the big yeah. problem. Okay, I guess I should qualify how I mean it. <laughs> like, sometimes you're there for a lesson for somebody. Yeah. Sometimes you are the one that's put there to make that person trip. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying that. But sometimes we're just there. Like, yeah. Sometimes well, we, you know, we all if, if somebody's that. that cocky and that whatever, and you do that. And we yeah, had to learn that too. So it's saying, and Shut then not the fuck up. not point for you, you guys more than me. That these two, I got pointed out. It's like listen back to pocket. It's like like Melanie or ask like, hey Andy, what's your favorite color? And you'd be like, before you even got it out. So where do you live now? Yeah, I do that. Like too. not letting them even yeah. get to like spark that memory and start talking about that subject and finish it. We yeah. learned to wait for like a po- like wait until there's a silence. But yeah, in that life too. You, oh, dude, just Everybody, listening. We don't listen. It's, it's we have it's these things thing of listen. what we want to say. <laughs> Everybody's forming. Yeah, well, like they say, <laughs> and we will just, say it. You're just waiting your turn. Yeah, you're, like, yeah, you're formulating. Oh yeah, you like blue. <laughs> <laughs> green god damn it it's fucking green yeah you know, that's like, what most people do you're formulating your response and not paying attention to what the yeah other and i'll saying. do that too i'll be like yeah i'm like oh fuck oh fuck because i don't i don't like taking uh, uh notebooks on for interviewing so i'm just like holding this question while he's just telling us a three-minute story or like some people some interviewers or some musicians just ramble and they'll go here and you got to kind of yeah. like Heard the sheep back into yeah. there, but not interrupt. And that's what my producer tells me all the time. Like, your best interviews are is when you shut the fuck up, you listen, and you're present. And um, like O'Teal, have you, did you guys listen to my O'Teal interview? I didn't, I didn't finish it. I thought that was my best work. Really? Um, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, I thought for just interviewing, just like getting so, to know someone I don't know anything about. I didn't know anything about O'Teal. Such a I sweet knew guy Colonel too. Bruce. I knew he was friends with Colonel Bruce, and I knew everybody respected the fuck out of him. So, like, I had to l- listen, you know. And I feel like I now I can't wait to hear it. It's it's I'm really proud of it. That's good. one I'm good. Um, but it's fucking hard to listen, man, because you listen to yourself all the time. This fucking poisonous fucking Weirdo. person in our head, in our in our stomach. I'm like. Oh my God! Why the fuck is he here? Why is he in my body? But I'm listening to every goddamn thing he's saying. Yeah, and I take it to heart. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, and and I think the trick is learning how to recognize that dude and telling him to shut the fuck up, get out. I know. Of well, that's a, going back to ego. You know, like it's the same thing with the goose thing. Like before, I got to know him. Now I know them. And they're nice fucking guys. And I'm just in my rip. head. And I was just jealous. They they're popping, and I wasn't popping. You know, is that what it was for real? I I well at at first at least part of it obviously. Why? Yeah, or it. just I think it's also like when people like, hey, you got to interview this guy. You got to interview this guy. You got to interview this guy. And until I believe what I'm like, I don't want to interview anyone anymore. Until I know what we're gonna talk about, like, mm. who, like what I have, what I see in the person that I could, 
you know, out. pull out and we could start having a real conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't that's hard you know, to interview somebody you know. No, you, you don't have any connection when you. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, you guys have to do that times. shit from the phone, dog. Dude, fuck all that. Y'all are crazy people it's doing it. And I'm the worst <laughs> do of all because I don't do fucking person? know anybody. Yeah. Oh, you're I'm, always doing it. I'm always. I'm not gonna do it. Okay, I didn't know that. It's I could see them because it's like the same thing as a crowd. I'm not. Well, it is more of a connection, obviously. But wow, I didn't know you did them all in person. That's yeah. It's you know what, Andy. I think the. It's easier for us because it's us. There's three of us. We have a posse already. So if if I'm in a conversation and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, I don't have anything to say, I can look at Mel and go, I do that shit all the time. I get stoned and I forget oh, yeah. what I was going to say. I'll, I'll Many days, one of us at least isn't completely Checked present. all the way the fuck out. And like, that we others cover it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like you now, know. like, that's why I hate doing interviews at festivals. Because I'm half drunk. I'm on fucking <laughs> mushrooms. And, like, this is the only, t- like, because, you know, I'm at my show. We're playing 4 o'clock. We're not the headliner yet. So we're playing during the day. And, you know, I'm drinking six beers and a half bottle of Jameson. All of a sudden I have to be like... So tell me about your life. You know, so it's like, <laughs> I, I'm very, what I'm, the fuck am I? I'm a crazy person right I, now. I'm, I'm listening. No, really. I, yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah my what? eyes are fucking what? twitching in the back of my head because I took too many fucking mushrooms from the crowd, and I'm just like really trying to like. It happened with uh, Corey Wong. He's like, I ordered for Corey Wong, and I was tripping so hard and his manager was there and she, he was like every time i try to ask about like religion because he's pretty religious or like understanding like who the fuck he is and i you know it's like because all i know him is Volpeg. he's like the manager's like no 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 <laughs> so i was like what? you can't be in this i can't have anyone be because that just starts thinking like i can't ask anything then i go back yeah. into and then it's just a boring interview like hey oh what do you what what do you like about the guitar? What's your favorite, What's your favorite color? color? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, God. What kind of guitar strings do you use? Yeah, because like. Nobody gives a shit. No, and, no I, that's like, thank God there's podcasts like this. Oh, thanks, man. Seriously, because like, I'll, you know, not a lot of people ask me to be interviewed. Like, uh, yeah. Maybe that's intimidated, you know, because you are a showman and you're freaking, you conduct the interview also. So when yeah. are you ever the receiver yeah I, I guess so but um yeah it's nice to talk about all this stuff because normally i i'm talking to them and then from the interview the opening segments are basically themed from what we talked about in the interview yeah that's so because yeah. um you know i backlog a lot of the interviews because i'm always busy so whoever is giving me the time and what day i'm gonna i mean i gotta do it because yeah. this shit's important talking about all this stuff it is man yeah it is it, i gotta ask you a question i was thinking about this the other night i saw you eat a handful of mushrooms on stage and at his roast literally three minutes ago he just say and you're like no nah, and it shows the footage of you taking a bag. <laughs> but i'm just wondering have you ever what been on stage and come on way too hard and tripped out during a show yeah not with the mushrooms but um with cocaine i used to take coke before the show Uh that was when i was just i'm rick james bitch oh god i was (laughs) like going to autopilot that's why people like 
were in like my old my old Frasco shows. Like, oh, he's just a fucking one trick pony. Because I was on coke and I knew one move worked. Mm. You know, it's like, Ta-da. here we go. Yeah. Let's do the fucking horror, everyone, <laughs> for an hour and a half. You know, like, uh, <laughs> it's like fuck. And so then I started getting typecasted as that, and oh. I, I'm like, why? Why is this triggering? Oh yeah, because I'm on cocaine, and I, when you're on cocaine, you. You're you're not connected. No, you could talk someone's ear off. Like it's just like fuck. I we're not. This is we're partying too much. I heard you say something. I think it was with the Caleb interview that you're like, fuck. I I don't even. I'm not even connecting with my my own people. My my band. Yeah, man. What's up with that? How how can you be so close and yet so far? Because everyone is, you know, everyone has what they're in the present, but they're dealing with so many other things like their girlfriends, their house or, yeah. you know, their day to day, their day to day. And me, I'm just thinking about us. I'm thinking mm. about this band for a week, a week from now, or, you know, like my day to day schedule is wake up. I go to the gym. Um, and then I'll, you know, answer my 200 emails I got. And then, text message everybody that takes about an hour or so and then um then i'm confirming shows eight months in advance then i'll get offers my agent will hit me up my manager all right here we go blah 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 then i'm like i just say yes because now it's all big shit like we're gonna on bonnaroo's of the world oh yeah yeah congratulations man fucking congratulations but like i'm like i'm burning these guys out and i know it I could do it. I could stay on the road like Willie. I could do this shit. Like you said, it's what you I could live do. on the they road. Got all, they got other lives. Yeah, and now things. like yeah, you know, they got girls who need them there and it's shit. Complicating like, shit. Yeah, we're not a fucking. It takes uh, a lot to keep a girl. It does. And it I'm also like, takes a lot to keep a band. Yes, it does. Now, I can't Both. believe we made it through all the partying we do, and we've only fought. I've, I've fought once. With, I've like gotten in a fist fight with Sean. He would start fucking my tour, my my booking agent <laughs> in Europe, and I was so fucking salty about it because I know Sean. He was like a stickman before he had a before he met his wife. And he was just a playboy and fucking well salt. And I was like, I know this is gonna. This is it. This is fucking it. We're done in Europe. They're fucking. And I started doing smirky shit like, oh, she just starts showing up to all the shows and shit. I'm like, fuck. All right. So I got drunk one day. Just fucking just said something. Said the and, wrong fucking and thing. And he jumped out from the fucking front seat with his hands on my neck saying, I will end you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I must have stepped, uh, stepped, uh, stepped over too much. And then we communicated about it. And, you know, ever since then, he's been a one-woman man. It's unbelievable. I mean, we needed that conversation. Wow. Obviously. Because like it's like the same See, thing with the about drugs. That catalyst thing earlier yeah. I was talking about. Sometimes you got to be that for somebody. Yeah, and you know it's like I think about that too. Like who's that gonna? Who's that person gonna be that for me? You know, because I give out so much to everyone else. Because I'm afraid to have that need that catalyst. You know, I see. I want it, dude. I see. you never know it. who it is, Andy. I know because I gotta stop looking. Know. I look. I try to find love every day, and when I find, I try. When I look, it's like I'm just like. You know, grabbing whatever I can get because I'm fucking lonely. 
when you're Ugh. looking. Oh, is that, Man, that it? Is that it? That's not how you is need to go it? out, Andy. I know. I just don't see you going out like that. You're going to have a bad bitch, too, because you're doing badass shit. I need a bad bitch. <laughs> that's, the, that's the name I of the next single. I want a bad single. bitch. I need a bad bitch. Andy yeah. Frasco needs a bad bitch. So, <laughs> you got one sending his way. My, no <laughs> Simple Road Frasco collaboration. <laughs> bad bitch coming out next week. <laughs> you know what, man? I see... I see a lot of similarities between the way you think and the way I think and and the way that you run your business and the way that I do this. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Apple are the band. Yeah. I do, man. Like last summer, I you know, I'm like, let's we're doing this festival, this festival, this festival, this festival, and this festival. We're going. Let's fucking do it. And by the end of the summer, we're all like, Argh. I'm like, fuck you. I want to see my grandbaby. Yeah. I want, I'm talking about the kids. And he's like, let's go fucking. And I'm like, And Look. I'm, I'm planning into 2021. No, dude. Fucking. And yeah. she's like, hey. Because Chill out. I like to live my life. I like to do what I want to do with my time. And if I want to go, exactly. And if I want to go visit my daughter for a fucking week, oh, I can't do it because we got a fucking interview. Like, fuck that. Like, no, you could do it. Well, I no. won't get upset. Yeah, right. He won't, I won't pout. <laughs> oh. Oh, but man. yeah. Andy, what's going on? When do you need to go? Because we got you. We got you for a while. So I'm gonna stay here until I'm just texting right now. What time uh. do I need to be? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having too much fun here. All right, honestly though, but like, how long have we been going for? Hour and nineteen minutes. Oh, yeah, we still got another shit. two hours, don't yeah. The same shit. No, but like I, this is very therapeutic to me because I feel like you under, you guys understand. I get me. it, man. I do. And it, like I can't really talk about this a lot to people. Without them thinking I'm crazy or if uh, they think I need to go to rehab. <laughs> you know what? You're in I'm a unique position, Andy, like just your lifestyle. And we were talking about it on the way up here. Like Aaron's family's always been in the entertainment business. That's just what we know. Mm -hmm. And it's always been on the backside. So we see the entertainers from the other side, you know, yeah. when they're not on stage. and. Yeah. They fucking need love too, man. Yeah. They need to be like, good job. They need somebody to be like, I got you. Here's a fucking basket of treats. Here's a yeah. fucking pet the dog. Like this stuff is therapeutic. That's That was always my undertone for being part of the show. It's like, we're going out there fucking celebrating our anniversary, fucking tearing it up because of your music. Mm -hmm. And then if we can repay you for one little fucking thing, like... Why the hell not? Well, that's what. That's where my where I'm coming from. Yeah. I just want to give stuff. And, and if Same. you think if you think about it, like without the music in the room, it's just a bunch of people bouncing around to nothing. You yeah, know, yeah, you're right. that, that whole thing all, is is really important. What all I know is I know you. This household would agree, dude. When when the time comes this year or whatever, when you have a little downtime and you don't feel like going home for a few days, come stay come with here. us. For real. Uh, so for I, real, I was gonna for say, real. Like, like three, four, five, six days, come up cool. here and hang with us, dude. I'm Get glad that we I were recording this. I'm glad that we are, but I kind of wish we weren't <laughs> just because so it was just between us. You know, do you no, know? No, the world needs you, to know. But do you know what I'm saying? I though? get it. Like, uh, okay, it's You're, cool. Yeah, that's I private like, stuff. But yeah. that's I mean, so correct me if I'm wrong. Hold on. It, correct me if I'm wrong, Andy. But I feel like you are okay with being truly emotional in front of a lot of people. Hundred well, percent. Yeah. This yeah, is no, why that's I'm an artist. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the draw. That's the appeal. Yeah. When somebody can friggin' flash and be cool with it. There, there's just certain people that we've met that like. 
And we've I've said this a million times. Like, well, he, look at we're yeah. Chris is one of them. There's just <laughs> hey, Chris. He's, he's from the show. Yeah. We, we didn't know Chris when we moved here. Yeah, I just uh, I think you guys posted something on Facebook about a uh, like a new podcast talking about Grateful Dead experiences, and I had an idea of a podcast for myself, and I just figured, well, if they've already kind of got something going, and they're beginners like me, like yeah, let's check it out. You know, and we, but there's yeah, there's certain people that we meet, and like. I just like you feel a kinship with them. Yeah. And that's how I felt when I met you. I was like, oh, he's part of the family. I appreciate it. Yeah, that. man. And likewise. Yeah, it's from the heart, dude. Like for real. Yeah, I hope you're um hope I didn't scare anyone away with your with what we're talking about. <laughs> Talk no. about killing ourselves. <laughs> what a what a <laughs> what a conversation. I say people need to hear that. There's so many people out there that think they are the only ones. Right. Yeah. We're having Ryder in our group. Ryder's twenty five, so he's more millennial and yeah. younger and still dealing with figuring out who he is and depression. And it, it, the, he has said that this is therapy to him. It's helped him through a lot of shit. Because most people bottle it up, keep it inside, and you yeah. don't fucking say shit. And you look at everybody like, I'm the outcast. I'm the fucking everybody weirdo. Well, guess what? Yeah, there's a whole lot of people out there that are the same as us. And those times that, that we've had episodes where it's like, oh, shit, I don't know if I should put that out. And I put it out. Those are always the realest the ones. Never response. fails. Those are the ones that everybody's responding going, dude. Thank you for putting that out. I mean, yeah. Really? That Just, meant so much. And it's like, I shit my pants. Like, mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I shit my pants too. And I thought <laughs> I've I been holding it. I've, I've been <laughs> fucked up over for 25 years. And you admitted it and helped me. Like, whoa. Yeah, man. So tonight is the last show of the Northwest. We got Seattle tomorrow. Oh, oh okay. And then um, I got a week in fucking the. Five days around like Arcata and where all the gr- weeds grow in Chico. Oh, okay. The Northern four Humboldt days area. and then we're in Triangle. Yeah, and then we're opening for uh, Twiddle at, in uh, San Francisco. Dude, those yeah. those guys are locked in. Right Mahali's now. dope. Yeah, I think Mahali's dope. I think that band is dope. Like, you know, that's the best thing about this fucking jam scene, bro. Like, I've met some of the closest friends ever. Like Greg from Pigeons. He's a he's a good dude. Gator from Pigeons. Um, Mahali is a good guy. We text. I always send him like a fake dick pic. <laughs> like, what's up? Thinking about you, big dog. Just big old black schlong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, you know, these, you know, we have each other's back. Big something. Like, this tour got me so close with those guys. I missed yeah, the Nick fuck out of Yeah, Nick said that was them. your, that you were his bro. Did he, was he on the show? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, really we enjoyed had Nick talk. on the show. We don't know a whole lot. We're he still learning crazy about the fucking life, there. dude. Amazing. His best friend, Lyricist, died over fucking uh, heroin or I don't know what. Oh, man. And that was the guy who wrote all the lyrics with him. That oh, was his shit. best friend. Like, it was hard for him. He, he was, he found out he died when um, he was <clears throat> there driving into the studio to re- record the songs that. Oh, this guy rock. Wow. He's crying. That's his best friend, man. I felt Aww. for him. Oh, Holy dude. shit. Yeah, man. dude. You, you never know what people... That's one thing, too. This is why we have podcasts, is you never know what people are dealing with. You know, even the happiest right. people. Like, I show this thing of being happy every day, yeah. but I'm sad. We're all sad sometimes. I'm not yeah. sad all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not that psychopathic, but, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I get sad. Really? Yeah. We all do. And like social media fucked that up. Yeah. That's exactly it, what it, I was just going to say. It, it, it sped it up. Well, it paints this picture of like, 
if every time I see you on social media, you're like smiling, selfie, smiling. Here's my ice cream. I'm at a show. I'm yeah. fucking. These are that's my new shoes. This do. is my this is my vacation in Bali. That's really in IKEA and fucking wherever else. Like. Yeah. That's why I don't be People posting shit on Instagram. They think that's fucking reality. You're a ghost. A I am a ghost. You are You're a like ghost. a spiritual. I am. The spiritual, the jam band Dalai Lama. Oh, you know that's going to stick, babe. The jam band Dalai Lama. I feel like my... You my gifts. Come up the mountain. No, I, <laughs> she has come <laughs> for all you heady people out there. <laughs> oh, I could talk to you guys for fucking hours. Dude. All right, man. All right, all right. I got one last question. What? Um, what are you afraid of? Lose you go you. first. Okay, I'm afraid of going first. (laughs) Thing I'm most afraid of is death, not mine, other people's, losing people. That is my biggest fear. I've lost people. I've lost my sister in 2012. Losing people is what scares me the most, and that is that thing like you talked about it of not letting people get too close to you, Mm -hmm. of letting that intimacy come in because it's gonna fucking hurt when it's gone. Yeah, so that's mine. That's fucking that's truth, man. What about you? Um, you know, I was just listening to you guys last episode. I can't remember the name of the woman you interviewed. Karen. 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 Karen Lasher. Yeah. And I was really digging on a lot of stuff she was saying. And um, one of the things she was talking about was being afraid of your own power. like size and strength and power and talents and skills and stuff like that. And I think that's one of my sort of, it's a real background fear. It's not one that petrifies me every day, but it's like a slow lingerer back there of like not living up to my, atten- you know, I'm 45 and I've only, I'm working on my sixth podcast episode and, yeah. you know, the music I've composed for it, I haven't put on there. And how long is this going to take, you know, and that fear of like not being able to, um, yeah, to just uh, fulfill the dreams in your head. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the dreams that I, I see for myself, I mean, it's weird. I was, you know, get younger. I was sort of exploring in every direction. And now as I'm getting older, I'm like, no, I want to hone in and focus on something. And that brings along this new fear of like, well, what if I've been focused on this for two years and I'm not impressed with my Mm. output so far? So it's not really like a a hot. So you're perfectionist. You, you're Um, self-sabotaging yourself before they even put it out. The things I care about, I am, you know, like I don't want to put, you know, a podcast episode out or a blog piece or something that I'm not fully stoked on or that's mm-hmm. halfway done and needs to be revi- yeah, revised but, that's how you get but better, I just Chris. wanted to get it you out got, exactly. just do it just put them yeah, out not them think out. about it yep. mm-hmm. especially with podcasts you know especially if you're giving weekly information to someone like podcasts work when it's weekly you know these months you know like they want someone to look forward to on a Tuesday or a Thursday yeah, yeah. and it doesn't matter I mean you can't have all have fucking killer content mm-hmm. hey, they're not all gonna be home runs yeah, yeah. You think this one's a home run? Oh, this is pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. This is, oh, this is gonna be good. This, this is this, this is, is heavy. Show. This is good. This is good this stuff, is man. Really good. I feel like you talk about this with everybody. No. Do we? No. I mean, it definitely life. I don't. You guys like, are fuck. You get. I don't shit. like shallow shit. You get shit out of people. Though. I have a hard time. Okay, we having, do having surface conversations because I'm spun. Yeah, <laughs> and we yeah, because we're trying to figure it out ourselves. Yeah, and a lot of people we've interviewed have said that to us. Like, like Mahali like, wow, said that. I, like, I didn't expect to tell that story. Mahali was like, I, didn't. I never told anybody this shit before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'll go. I have two. 
And one of them's silly as fuck. And one of them's real. Mm-hmm. Silly for years. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm terrified of the apocalypse. You mean too? Huh? <laughs> really? That's a real fear. Like, I have nightmares about it. And shit. Yeah. I think that's the like, same. Like, everything breaking down. Just, yeah. just everything falling apart. I, yeah. That's a thing. But, like, a personal inside, I really am terrified of letting everybody down. Yeah. Because of my past and and who I was and the... Like, in retrospect, the pain that I put my mom through and my dad through and Mel through mm-hmm. and my daughter through and him and, like, the people that really cared about me, I fucked them up and was just, like, a bulldozer about it at the time. Just like, <laughs> fuck you. Why? You know, I don't give a shit. I just learned how you could inject meth. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a it's, thing. It's, it's oh, you, yeah. you know who you need to interview? Mike Dillon. Oh my gosh! You're like the like, tenth yeah. person that's yeah. told us we need to talk to Mike. Yeah. Mike is in town today. Oh really? You should go get him tomorrow. Is I'll he talk playing? To, I, I, I'm gonna set you up. I'll set you up today. He's playing tonight, late night. Oh, he really? Where? I'll talk to oh, you. Oh shit! Him. Okay. All right, good. Okay. Yeah, you should All talk right. to him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but that's me. That that's my. I'm terrified of not measuring up to the expectation that I've set for myself. And yeah. Other people. Same. Um. Whatever, Dalai Lama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I guess I'm terrified of like getting sick and not and other people having to take care of me. Yeah. Like I don't ever want anybody to have to take care of me. Yeah, you got that alpha in you, girl. Got the. <laughs> I so like, like taking care of you. It's fun. Well, like it just like being sick is kind of like. That's why you're pissed off yesterday because yeah. someone's gonna have to take care of your ass for a I day. I fucking want yeah, that she shit. Gets like, angry at herself. don't get me wrong. I like to be taken care of, <laughs> but I don't want to f- ever be helpless like that. Like, yeah. Like seeing me in a bed and like I have to like people have to fucking put a bedpan and it's not even about the embarrassment. It's like I don't want to be that vulnerable. Whoa. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that comes from the always having to be or trying to be perfect with everything that you yeah, do. Yeah, talk about Because if you're sick and people are having to take care of you, then you're not fucking perfect. So. I, I mean, true, man. Yeah. I well, can't deny shit. So now that we've all exposed our deepest fears. What makes you happy, Andy? Yeah. <laughs> what makes me For happy? For real, though. Um, these days? Yeah. I like um, when... Pina colada. <laughs> oh, Sorry, this is Andy. taking too long, I know, but I'm really trying <laughs> no, to think about this. it's not taking too long. I want no. a real answer. I don't want the fucking... I think when I try something new on stage and it works. Ooh. Yeah. It's badass. And like, yeah. like, a, like, I think that makes me so happy. Or when um, I do a podcast and, and uh, people hit me up on the messages like, hey man, that fucking helped me. That helped That's me dope. so much. You know, I did this. I made this. I'm crying about it because it's so fucking important to me uh, that like I don't want to be I don't want to be forgotten. Ooh. You know, that's the biggest yeah. fear of me It's like we're all going to die. It's all inevitable. But it's what we uh, put on our, you know, it's the our legacy, legacy yeah. that we have. And I don't want to be the guy who was just fucking the drug guy. I want to be a guy who tried to get people to think, um, think outside of what they normally think and test themselves and follow their dream, follow the dreams that they've had. And everyone has dreams. Some people are just scared to accomplish them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's, 
if I could be one of the people who got that they look up to for that, that, you know, I came from nothing, didn't know anyone in the music industry, just didn't even know how to play an instrument. I just loved music. Like that's, that's awesome. another dope thing that's that I awesome. love about you, Andy. You just fucking did, did it. You just yeah. wanted to fucking be in that scene, so you I'm just did fucking, it. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I loved it. I loved the freedom. Your balls must be like this big. <laughs> no, I'm Jewish, girl. I got everything down there is fucking small. We we were comparing ball sacks at uh, today, uh, yesterday at the show. Uh, Mike Dillon pulls out his balls and uh, uh, tour manager pulls out his balls. I'm like... You gotta, I have this picture. You got to see this picture. Oh, no. I, don't know. I won't show you the balls, but like, look at my reaction <laughs> of fucking Man. these guys' huge-ass balls. I'm like, I'm, I'm not even going to play this fucking game because you look at this shit. Put Get it to the shame. fuck out of here with those balls. <laughs> the face is like, say I'm like, what? I didn't even know balls. You look like a big old bag of granola, dog. Like, what the fuck? It looked like when like a, a flying a squirrel just like you know like is about to like fly off and fucking I'm like damn people have balls that big I was like fuck dude I was I, 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 I that's a great but like if, if anything that taught me is like I want to live life like that <laughs> surprised I want to live life like I'm always surprised of what's gonna happen dude like oh that's the level okay, okay. oh shit balls. like damn life could get that big like let's go. Get Let's it. go. Yeah, let's let's go. do it. Okay, okay. Oh, hell. <laughs> Mel. What? Besides big balls. <laughs> but we've got the big <laughs> What makes you happy? Oh, God. Um, my fucking life. My, I got it going on. Yeah, I, you do. My grandbaby. That makes me happy Any if I'm upset or He's anything. You're like the youngest grand... Ma. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Man. yeah. I mean, man, you guys are like you guys G-ma. are like dilfs and gilfs. <laughs> <laughs> For real. For dilfs, real. Dilfs and gilfs. All right. That should be the dilfs when we go to gilfs. yeah. The, the the sub the sub podcast like when we we start a network. Okay. It's going to be the, the the second show is dilfs and gilfs. Okay. And we just talk about <laughs> It's like just talk about being young grandparents like Man, nobody, Dude, <laughs> nobody ever fucking had a babysit, but you know, it took some ecstasy last night. And, uh, fuck, dude, I'm fucking feeling that dip day. This baby won't shut the fuck up. It's tough being a G mom. Oh shit! Andy's hitting close to home. Dang. That's all. That's all Damn. I can say. That baby. That baby. That baby. All, right. all them all right. babies. What makes you happen? A dizzle. Yeah, a dog. Hmm. Pass. Stop <laughs> it. Um, this, right? This, this, yes. This, that's obvious, though. Um, this is gonna sound super cheesy. I'm here. I've, I, I admitted that I watch Love Actually. On okay. The yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> when, when Melanie's proud of me. Oh, yeah, damn, dude. That, no. that's for real. Like, if I, I know I did it good when she's like, damn. There, I know that shit was dope. Yo. That makes me happy. I'm feeling the animosity right now. Y'all gonna fuck out of this. I'm feeling like, okay. That's for real. No, that's real. Man, that's love, right? Yeah, that is. It's like trying to make your partner be proud of you. I hit a home run. 
if that happens, I'm like, it's out the park. Yeah. And and then I know that it's like, I it, bet she's proud of you that you kicked heroin. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was there for all of it, but fuck <laughs> yeah, I. It was. It was not pretty. I fucking bet, dog. You wouldn't be. You yeah. wouldn't. You wouldn't have these. You wouldn't have a podcast though. It was not a no. pretty picture. I, I and if we're being honest, I thought it was fucking hot. Like I, <laughs> I. It was the nineties. It was the nineties. And say my favorite. You thought like him like no juicing up was. The I thought the idea of it like oh, yeah. like I fucking love Scott Weiland. Yeah. I fucking loved all those nineties yeah, dudes, Nirvana. and I was always into fucking white dudes with veiny arms. That was yeah. like my thing. Oh, wow. And it, on. yes, Long comes. Fucking the skanky, scruffy. Hey, comes, yeah. hey what's up? Yeah. <laughs> big dick Aaron over here. <laughs> flopping. <laughs> fucking flopping his big old schlonger wow. when he's high on heroin. <laughs> Baby, come here. Oh, Ooh. daddy. <laughs> I'll be the Scott Whalen of your life. That's right. <laughs> Boom. Oh, we recorded at Scott Whalen's studio. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was right before he died what? the same week. What? Yeah. Oh, man. And he, was, he wasn't he was looking good. No, you know, he, was hiding. he wasn't looking good for a long time. He was taking, like, psycho pills and, uh, oh, no. and like, drinking all day. And That was my shit. That was, like, my... Yeah, that... Oh, I, when I was little. Purple. Yeah. Yep. Apple, what makes you happy? Mine's as simple as music. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. The, that's that's why you're coming to my show in the app. Fuck. That's, yeah. that, 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 I mean, that's why I think, obviously, <laughs> you, obviously, I think everybody at this table, that has saved my life. It has changed my life. It's molded my life. It's what makes me happy. If you're bummed, if you're in, it, it's... It's a lifesaver. It's a life changer. Yeah, I'm Music. glad you're still here with us, man. Me too, man. Got to meet you and fucking keep meeting you. <laughs> Think yeah. about if you would have ended your life. Oh, you wouldn't have oh, meet any of I would. No. I don't know if I would have made it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we both almost dipped out on each other, but here we are. Yeah. And this, like I always say, she's our guardian angel. I was out of the picture when they met, but she saved him. That brought me yeah. back. And, you know, and here we are today. They're a so duo. Living in a commune. Yeah, we are a duo. <laughs> we are a duo, and then like, she's become like you said, fucking earlier. And I just got to say that one last thing about like you were saying, like, but I've never really in my life until Mel being part of my life had like a fucking like a role model that's a mm-hmm. woman, other than like my mom and stuff. She, to have a platonic fucking girl friend, yeah, it's fucking amazing. She's beyond my sister. Yeah. We always we do the Wonder Twin mm-hmm. activate like where we're at festivals. We're like Wonder Twin powers activate. And we fucking run off and fucking go for <laughs> shopping. I'm like, fucking hey guys, he's all because no, he's all serious. He's like, we got to meet so and so at two thirty, and we do like I'm like all right, we'll, yeah, we'll be back. That's why we're the same person. Yeah, yeah. This is why I need yeah yeah man a loose goose. It's always the bass player who who is in my band who's like you know let's just go. Eat some con candy, man. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, you're right. I don't have to do fucking 10 podcasts today. Yeah, you yeah, do. Man. It's time to work. So we got Big Dick Aaron and Big Balls <laughs> Apple. We got the Dalai Lama the we jam scene. We got the Dalai Lama the jam scene. What do we got, Chris? What do you got, Chris? Um, oh, what makes me happy? Um, I'm just, I just like the weird, funky surprises that come up and shit I just didn't see, you know, happening. I kind of out of the blue was like, I don't know, I'm pretty sure that that sounds like it'd be fun. I wonder if uh, No Simple Road's gonna gonna hit that up. And then I was like, Well, I'm gonna take Friday off of work and sleep Do over it. Friday night, Thursday night. Hey, let's hang out at you know at the Casa de Chapla day, and I'll just play guitar and write in my notebook all day while everyone's at work. 
And then, you know, if they need any help with Andy's podcast episode, I'll just run whatever they need. And it's so like, live in oh, present. Chris. Spirit. And yeah. experience and new shit. Yeah. You know, because I don't always have a lot of faith that there's going to be these cool gifts of spontaneous happinesses. But, like, I didn't wake up this morning thinking that I'd be, you know, on the mic with everybody today and everything. And I'm just like, you know, I, I'll be. Another thing that would make me happy when I'm laying down in bed tonight and I just go like. How the <sighs> fuck did that all happen? Yeah. That kicked mucho ass, you know? Like I do that while we're mm-hmm. in the midst of this shit. Mm-hmm. I'll step outside and be standing outside watching it happen going, holy shit, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look what's going on right now. Like, yeah. Did you ever killer. think that was a thing? Like, yeah. And that, was, that, that reminds me. That was something I wanted to say to you earlier. Shut up, Darwin. He's got to go pee. Oh. Um, imagine 15-year-old you. Meeting you right now, yeah, fifteen year old you would be like, "Yo, high five! What the fuck, man? (laughs) Yeah, look what we did! Yeah, you're right. Think about that for a minute. Well, we've talked about that. The first reaction would be like, "Get away away from me, weird old Old fart! Yeah, no, no, trust me, it's me, it's me, it's 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 future Future Morty, it's future Morty. Listen, oh Oh, yeah, I mean, he they nailed it in the head, Rick and Morty, on that, but." Yeah, I agree. I you know, I, sometimes I have to I keep Lyle Davinsky. You need to get him on the podcast. He's the singer from the Motet. Okay. Um such a fucking spiritual dude, another close friend. Him, Dave Bruza, like I'm this Denver crowd. I I just moved there and fucking sweet, but he always says, "Frasco, take your eye off of the microscope. Stop digging. Take a look how Analyze. lucky you are that you're even alive." You know how many sperm did not make it? <laughs> you made it, bro. Calm the fuck down and live here and right enjoy it. Because we could, uh, we just put ourselves, we'll walk ourselves in a circle every time if we overthink. That's a good way to look at it, dude. You fucking... Yeah, you hit the lottery. Strong as sperm. You fuck, f- fucking Kobe'd that shit. Fuck him. <laughs> Well, bye. <laughs> yeah, dude. Lyle's my Kobe, dude. Jam band Kobe right there. Thank yeah. you, dog. Yeah. So... Let's go tear the fucking crystal ballroom apart. Yo, and Let's I'm go. only playing. I got a 45-minute set, so that means we hanging out. We party. It's on. All right. It's on. Um, so, yeah, uh, you guys know all the stuff. Mel, Dalai Lama, get over here. Get over here. We're, we're saying goodnight. Um, I just want everybody to know that before this podcast, I drove down Burnside and picked up Andy Frasco with Chris um, and blame it on the pussy was <laughs> when he got in the car. And remember, Chris, I was like, it's just going to work out perfect. We pulled up at three o three o'clock on the dot and saw you and I fucking put my hazards on and Andy jumped in the car and I was I'm tired, grateful to you beat man. up and you guys woke me up. And I love you guys for it. I love you too, man. Mm-hmm. I got some more coffee for you too. Oh, well, we fuck. got food. We got coffee. We got whatever you need. I'm about yeah. to shit myself before the okay. get on stage. <laughs> we got a toilet. Too. We got a toilet. <laughs> that, that, that seat downstairs. Well, who did that, Aaron? Yeah, it's um, Ken Kesey's Ken son. son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. did our yeah. toilet yeah. seat downstairs, so you can christen that I shit. I would be honored. Too. Yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> man. All right, thanks for having me, guys. And uh, you guys know it. Thanks to for do. being on the All show, the Andy. Thanks Thank for coming you. to the house. We um, can't wait to groove tonight to you. Oh, it's going down. It's let's going go, down. We're going to take it apart from you. the roof. All right, All let's right. do it. Oh, oh. <laughs> love you. Love, love you. Peace.
to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. 
makes me turn and listen, trying to wish the word as many problems, but it's a burden. Family needs has been deferred, and hell of me has been the earth, and alchemy can bring the birth of melody of a newborn. So persistent, so persistent, so consistent, so commitment, so resilient, or haven't you learned it? But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. Hey friends, my name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Again.